the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. I'm coming in Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. Hey, if you're watching the stream, you see I got some company. <laughs> I have three of my youngins in with me. I'm holding Jariah in my lap. Karis is peeking down from the floor, and there's Kylie, who just peeked her head up. You guys want to say hi to the radio world? Want to say something? Yeah, say hi. Get close. Say hi. <laughs> thank you so much. Go ahead. Take take, take your right for me. Thank you. Um, you know, um, last week I was not in studio. Uh, I was out um, freezing my tail off emceeing uh, an event combined by Turning Point USA students and uh, Illinois Freedom with my friend Chrissy over there. And, I mean, it was cold, guys. It was so cold. And I didn't have a coat. I realized I left my coat in Tennessee. How? how? I, it's just, I'm, I'm getting old and the brain cells are just not firing um, the way they should be. But let me tell you, there were almost 500 people that were out there in that freezing cold. And to hear from those students, as you know, one of the things I've really been trying to do is really open the platform up to the young generation so that you know people can start hearing their voice. And those students... Uh, they they rocked it. They were amazing. And uh, we went out afterwards. Uh, if you haven't been to Saigon Sisters, uh, it's a restaurant down in Chicago, downtown Chicago, right off Lake Street. I'm telling you, go. The food was amazing. Uh, the owner was, was, was so hospitable. I love that. Uh, it took real good care of us. And um, I'm telling you, Saigon Sisters, go out and, and check that out. But freedom is on the march. I'm telling you, it's on the march. Uh, that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be discussing uh, the recent um, decision by a Sangamon County judge with Tom DeVore. He'll be calling in right around, um, uh, well, twelve twelve our time. Uh, we're going to get that. We're going to be discussing, you know, what 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 does this actually mean for students across uh, the state of Illinois? Or I, I believe it's just for the students that were in those 145 or 146 school districts. So we're going to be talking with Ted Dabrowski, you know, Pritzker is, is out there gloating about Illinois recovering. Well, how did they recover? We'll get into more specifics about that. Uh, but joining me in the studio today, I think he just got back from Mars on one of those Space Force trips. <laughs> if you look at his glasses, <laughs> the troublemaker himself, 
Did you just get back from Mars or was it Venus? Which one? No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, I just got back from uh, Horton, Michigan. I'm a, a proud father today because uh, one of my daughters got married. Oh, nice. Right. Today? My, my second daughter. She got yeah, married yeah. to a great guy. Um, they're both doing well. You know, she's a financial investor yeah. and he owns his own business and he bought my daughter a house and they're both doing well and I'm just happy and uh, people on Twitter gave me a lot of likes. One guy said, uh, I make beautiful daughters. I don't know how to take that. Because mm. <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> that's, that's basically what he was saying to you. Things that make you go, hmm. Looking like CeeLo Green over there. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm happy, man. I, I've had a blessed week. Good, good call, DJP. He does look like CeeLo Green over there with the glasses and the beard. Hey, just, just, just look to the camera over there. Look at these space glasses he got on. <laughs> They're huge if you're watching That's right. uh, on on YouTube, Rumble, or, or Facebook. Um, and I'm also happy to have a friend of mine who I've known for about two, three years now, um, J.C. Lockwood. It's I'm cool. telling you, this, when you hear from this guy today, you're going you're gonna to be amazed because uh, he's got a story. He's got a life story. He's been, he's been in a lot of places. He's uh, just almost broke my rib when he hugged me this morning, but you know. Uh, I think you're being. Uh, I'm looking behind me to see who you're talking about, and I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, that, you know nerds, that nerds me. I okay. was like, ooh, my ribs. Uh, and he brought his beautiful wife in today as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. No, today. thank you for having me here. That's an honor. Yeah, I mean, uh, talk about it. who who's J C Lockwood. You know what you can talk about. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Secret no. squirrel stuff. Right there, you go. There you go. Some G14 <laughs> classified stuff. Right. Uh, no, without uh, getting too crazy about it, I. Do political security, you know, intelligence gathering, human yeah. intelligence, uh, some recce stuff. Did some stuff in the military for a little bit. Uh, you know, outside of that, I am now, you know, full pursuit into uh, suicide prevention. That's a yeah. huge thing right now. That, Which is what we discussed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've uh, spoken at yellow ribbon ceremonies, you know, for vets that are coming back from deployments or, you know, workups, that kind of thing. And there's such a need for it, man, that. We just completely miss. And when we hear about suicide, we just kind of just go, oh, that's terrible. Oh, my yeah. God, that's bad. No, that's, it's real. Yeah. When you think about the numbers, and people can you know, look it up, but there's about 80,000 suicides throughout the world. Wow. 40,000 come from America. Wow. Okay, and you got the average is 22. And, and, and we're the land of the free, the home of the brave. Got all, yeah. these, all these gadgets and everything. Mm-hmm. But right, yeah. everything's at our fingertips. The things that are... Uh, the things that are super expensive that uh, we put a lot of value on, but they're actually cheap. And the things that we got for free, we just, you know, don't even care about. Uh, like our choice, our opinions, our value in life, our value to ourselves. And when, you know, we're constantly devalued and we don't see that purpose in our life, when we're not centered focused, whether it's, you know, straight up focusing on God, focusing on your family, focusing on, on your country, on making things better, you know, we're looking to oneself. And when things fail, guess what? We want that way out. Yeah. When we feel like we don't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and there's there's that's not the case. I really want people to know that no, dude, you know, you matter. You're important. Yeah. And if I gotta spend the rest of my, you know, early life right now doing that, right. then you know, so be it. Yeah. Because you're here for a reason. Well, one of the things one of the things, um I don't know if you heard you you watched the ceremony with my son. Excuse me. But my daughter brought up um we actually had a community center up in the Boulder Hill area by Aurora, Montgomery area. And our theme was you matter. You know, we, we, we seniors, community, all that you matter. Um, and, um, I think we have to get that message out to this generation, uh, because this generation is doing it on a, on a scale that I don't think we've seen before. Oh, it's, it's huge right now. It's astronomical, even down to, you know, veteran suicide is average 22 a day. 
And uh, if you do some math, and I believe that's like 40% of our suicides. You, right. know, you can do them. I'm not a big math guy on that, but, you know, look that up. That's, that's a huge amount. And when you have people who really, truly think that they don't matter, right? they're reaching out to their family, their friends, they're talking to them. If someone's talking to you, you know, saying, hey, you know, they're, they're hinting around to that. Don't be afraid yeah. to ask. Right. And, 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 you know, and speaking of, uh, speaking of, you know, when it comes to these kids, um, I, I'm so excited to have our caller, um, my good friend, attorney Thomas DeVore, who recently won a temporary restraining order and down in Sangamon, a 30-page ruling, um, uh, t- temporary restraining order against, I think it was like 145 schools who were part of this huge lawsuit um, because due process just hasn't, has just gone out of the window. Uh, and then I asked them to call and join us. Uh, attorney Thomas DeVore, welcome back to Black and Right. Hello, John. Hey, what is th- what is this? I mean, because uh, what's her name? Judge Raylene Grishow. 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 Uh, she seemed very upset. Uh, what does this this temporary restraining order mean for those 145 um, school districts? Well, what it means specifically as to the named plaintiffs in the case, John, is that if the school district attempts to require those children to wear a mask or to exclude them from school without giving them due process on both those issues, that they could be found in contempt of court. That's one thing it means. But in a a more broader sense, what it means, the way she constructed her ruling, she was telling all school districts of this state, whether they're in this case or not, that the governor's executive order and these administrative agencies and your local authority, none of it, allows you to violate the due process rights of these children, and you should conduct yourselves accordingly. So what she's telling them is, regardless of how you're directly influenced by this case or not, uh, your policies doing these things are unlawful. And so I think that was a big message that she was sending to them. Right. And, and I mean, and when you look, you read throughout some of the things that she says, you know, deem null and void. Um, she, and, and I love this part. And when we come back from break, I want you to dive more into it. She says, yes, sir. statutory rights have attempted to be bypassed through the issuance of executive orders and emergency rules. This, listen mm-hmm. to the words she used, though. This type of evil is exactly what the law was intended to constrain. I mean, Tom, I mean, that, that's language. I mean, that's fighting who have, heard, who, have you heard, who have you heard using that language for two years? Thomas friend? DeVore. I mean, I've been with That's you. Right. We've been on this rodeo together for the last two years. And yeah. I mean, to, to, just, to, just to hear uh, uh, somebody with some legal authority to put this yes. to bed, I mean, and, to, and, and using these, this very strange, I mean, uh, strong language. That's what we need, Tom DeVore. And, and, and I hope that the parents in these school districts will now begin to say, you know what, we've had it. And, and I don't, you know I'll, what, John? Go ahead. No, I'm sorry, sir. No, I, I agree with you because the governor has tried in all of his efforts to paint my legal opinions as fringy and, and right. not, you know, and, and, and unlawful. And he's done that to right. try to change the narrative. He can't do that anymore when you have a respected judge. That's right. And Tom, and Tom, let's get more into that when we come back from break because okay, this, was, this was a win for America, not just Illinois. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Stop. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Red Velvet. I'm not going to play it. Don't worry. Relon Galloway. 
Oh man, uh, you going to say something stupid? Oh uh, no, 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 I'm, no, no, wait, wait, and, oh. and uh, happy to have J.C. Lockwood in as well. Man, good to be here. Good to be here. Thank you. But before the break, we were talking to Attorney um, Thomas Devore, fresh off his victory. Um, Tom, do you think the judicial branch is is fit to be tied with what's happening in our executive branches across the country, specifically in blue states? And I hate to make it political, but they've made this political. Do you think the judges are now will finally stand up and say we've had enough? We're not going to allow um, these these tyrannical governors and, and mayors throughout the country to to just have their way with the, the people. Because you've been fighting for the people from day one. Uh, I've been there with you. Are, 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 they, are they fed up yet? Absolutely. At the federal and the state level, John. And uh, when they struck down the OSHA rule uh, on a 6-3 to three decision from the federal Supreme Court, the analysis that they did, the same analysis we're dealing with here in the state, is that so you can't just, these agencies for the executive branch can't just take these general vague powers to do certain things and use them and pervert the law the way that they have and, and start tearing into people's due process rights. The courts across the state and this nation have had enough of it. They were given a little deference at first, which I thought improperly so, yeah. but so be it. But they finally have set back and said, you know what, we gave a little rope to these executives. And what happened when we gave them a little rope? We find ourselves two years later having our very fabric of how we founded ourselves torn to shreds. We're not going to take it anymore. That's exactly what I see. How you doing, Mr. DeVore? Uh, this is Verlon. I'm well, sir. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the ruling from the OSHA uh, situation and uh, things like that. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of not, but um, the administrations of J.B. Prister and the president has uh, done the same thing they did with businesses. You know how they told businesses it's up to you to make your own rules and standards for your business. They've called on the school districts to do the same. They believe it's up to the school districts to make their own rules for each school district. And they, they've they asked the school districts to disregard this judge's order. Uh, so uh, wh- what do you think about that? I think they want to take it to litigation. And it's going to be up to the parents to litigate each case by case basis, and now stand up for their kids. What do you think? I think there's some merit to what you just said, sir. I think that the school districts that may choose to try to force these things anyway, regardless of the judge's order, I think they're uh, playing a dangerous game, and those parents are absolutely going to have to stand up for themselves and not allow that to happen. And I think school districts across this state are opening themselves up for civil rights violation claims by these people if they continue to force these policies that the judge is saying is unlawful. I think they're absolutely opening themselves up. Yeah. And, 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 and Attorney DeVore, um, uh, because the thing that's been, in my opinion, and you and I have discussed this, you know, uh, so much, but fear has been pushing. But also contained within this temporary uh, restraining order was districts are also restrained from requiring staff who are unvaccinated from submitting to weekly COVID-19 tests in order to occupy the school building without first providing them due process. Also, uh, restrict schools from refusing admittance to their buildings for teachers and students if they are deemed a close contact of a confirmed probable COVID-19 case without providing due process. How important is that? John, that's everything. It is the fabric of this nation that if we eliminate it, we don't have a civilization anymore that we grew up with. That due process that the judge is talking about right there, it's paramount. It, again, it is woven into the fabric of what this country is about. And the governor can stand there all he wants and talk about how he's trying to keep people safe 
and how he's doing these things because he believes it's right. He may be correct in all of that, but that does not give him the ability under the law to disregard the due process that people have been given. If he believes his policies have merit and then. Uh-oh, I think we lose him. The nation to go to the legislature and let them put those in place, not him. Right. Well, that's the process. And, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I also noticed that everybody was, you know, him and Han about oh, the, the denied motions in the separate cases for there to be class status. Um, Doesn't matter. Right, exactly. But, but, but just speak to that because that's what I, uh, that's all I saw in the news. Oh, the, the motion was denied. You didn't hear the victory aspect of, of, of freedom. <laughs> all you heard was about the denied motion. Um, what does that mean? Explain that to, to, to in layman terms to somebody who who's, may not be uh, aware or versed in, in law. Yeah, the, 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 the class action denial at this stage is not uncommon, and it's really not significant. The only thing that class certification means, John, is the judge's restraining order. Who can that order itself be used to protect? And as for now, she says it's the named persons in the case. So if one of the named persons in the case, if the school district tries to force something on them on masking or exclusion, I can drag that school district in the court and the judge can find them in contempt. But even beyond that, the most important issue is her ruling as a whole says that notwithstanding that, all of you are operating illegally, including the school district. So if the school district keeps this up, even as it against children that aren't named necessarily as plaintiffs, they're still breaking the law, and there could be significant repercussions for them in the near or the distant future. Hey, you know what? How are you? It's going to JC. Hello? Hey, it's JC. Hey, yeah. you know what? Um, yeah, you brought up a lot of really good points, and I think people need to rally behind the fact that it's not a left versus right situation. This is just a principle of America. We're American citizens, <laughs> and there are certain things that we are just given automatically for being, I don't know, American citizens. Born. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So children of God is where it comes from. Thank you. Exactly. It. So people need to really think about that. Hey, you know, if they're taking our rights away without even this due process whatsoever, what's stopping them from just deciding, hey, you know what? I don't like that kid's parent. You know, I'm going to do this to them and this person and that person. And once those rights are taken away, they don't come back. You're giving people you're giving these school systems way too much power to try to undermine a, a system that's been working for. I don't know how many years before they were born. So, yeah, I don't know. I find this to be an issue where, man, like, you know, people need to just stop going, oh, this is a, you know, Republican thing or a Democrat thing or we need to be on this side or that side. It's like, no, you need to realize you're going to lose your country. And before you know it, you're going to realize that you're not living in America anymore. Yeah. Well, and that that tactic that we're talking about, unfortunately, is a game that politicians play on both sides right now. You have Governor Pritzker playing it. But he wants to make this conversation about masks versus not having masks or exclusion policies or vaccine. It's got nothing to do with that. And I told the judge convincingly, if the legislature wants to step forward and pass a law that says that all children for now have to enter schools with a mask, this lawsuit on that particular regard goes away because this is not about masks being good or bad or whether we should have them or not have them. It's all about going to create those policies. How do we the procedure, the process? I ask people when I'm in a room all the time, how many of you don't like Governor Pritzker's mask mandate? And every one of them will raise their hand. When I ask them, well, how do you like Governor DeSantis where you can't have masks? They all raise their hand. I said, you're all what the problem is. I'm like, because you completely disregard the, pro- the process. 
and the foundation of our principles because you like the result. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, I would sue Governor DeSantis just like I would sue Governor Pritzker because if we don't protect the process, we're destroyed regardless of the outcome. Mr. DeVore, I have a, I have a quick question for you. Okay, you know, like you know, I work in healthcare, and the yes. federal government upheld the court system upheld that it's a mandate against me because we get paid through federal dollars in one way or the other. Right. We we still have to test. Uh, uh, t- well, we test twice a week. Now, I heard uh, John bring up a uh, staff of the school has to be tested once a week. By them working for the state and being paid by the state, doesn't that uh, a heat to them too? No, sir, it doesn't. The, and the reason that is is because the issue with the health care workers, according to the United States Supreme Court, uh, is under the CMS, under the Medicare Medicaid system. And so what the, what the Supreme Court said as it relates to health care workers is that the federal government, the Congress, actually passed a law giving CMS the authority to require health care workers to be vaccinated or test, I believe. So it's not the same for uh, someone who works for, let's say, Department of Corrections or et cetera. This is a particular federal issue right. that deals with federal uh, monies and the health care workers of the states having to abide by that. So right. there is a distinguishing issue. There. And, Tom, we got about 20 seconds left. What would yes, you, what are you, what's your message to those parents um, that are within those school districts? What's your message to them today? My message to them is to go to school and demand that their children's due process rights be protected, whether they're a party to this case or not, because the judge said that these school districts, nor the governor, nor these agencies have any authority to take those children's due process rights away, and they need to go insist that they be uh, protected. Love this man. Attorney Thomas DeVore, thank you so much. Uh, you got to come up here and get in the studio with me soon. I, I will, John. All right. Love you, brother. Take care. You're listening to Black and Right. Jim, Terry, hold the line. I'll take your calls after the break. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Life too short, go spoil yourself. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. No, I can't sing. <laughs> DJP at least lets me try, at least. Uh, welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with the troublemaker himself. And we have a long way to go. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> P, you hate me. I know you do. <laughs> DJ P hates me right now. <laughs> That's a jam, huh? This, this used to be PJ, DJ P's, one of DJ P's favorite um, songs, but I think I've ruined it. With, with... You're putting the wrong image in my head. Did <laughs> you get up to in the morning, get dressed to? I have to now. Right. Yeah. Some, some Ali McBeal or whatever, you know? <laughs> but but the, so the reason why uh, George, right? Hoff yeah. Daddy, Hoff Daddy came up with the song. We were at uh, Freedom Summit this year, um, and he comes in with a red velvet jacket, red velvet suede wow. shoes, peacocking, peacocking, okay, like looking like a pimp. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> looking like one Man. of Bishop Don Juan's people. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. That's when you're trying to get attention. That's when you want uh, everyone to notice me only. Yeah. Oh. I get it. I get it. It's a good tactic. It's a good tactic. But you know, one of the things that really irritates me about um, the state of Illinois is. You know, right now we have a tyrannical governor, and he, as you saw, 
in, in the discussion with Tom DeVore. I'm so glad for that victory. Uh, but you, I don't know if you guys heard of his, if you heard his his 2023 budget speech, but he kind of went around taking victory laps, and I'm like, well, why is he taking victory laps? Joining us to to discuss this is my good friend, uh, president of uh, WirePoints.org, uh, Ted Dabrowski. Ted, welcome to Black and Right. Welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, th- thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You know, I, I, when I heard him say that. And, 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 and this was the part that got, though, got to me, though, Ted, when he said this. Let me say, and this is from your, your, your article uh, on whitepoints.org, credit the near $200 billion federal bailout, not Pritzker's actions for Illinois' improved 2023 budgets. He said, let me set the record straight for you. Our state budget surpluses would even exist even without the money we receive from the federal government. Ted, why is that a big Pinocchio? Why should that receive seven Pinocchios on that? Yeah, it's just laughable. You know, about just a little over a year ago, he, him and and in over two years, him and his his uh, you know team have been begging for bailouts from the federal government. They said that uh, the state was going to be in massive trouble. He was saying they were going to have to cut you know K through twelve spending, higher ed. He said we're going to be in deep deep trouble. And so to see him now saying that uh, oh everything's fine, um, you know, and, and the big part of the problem is is that you can't find anything he's done to fix Illinois or to, to, to raise more money with exception of one thing he did, which was a $650 million tax hike last year. That's the only thing he's done. Other things have been you know, hurtful to Illinoisans. And so uh, for him to take credit like that when, when, when other governors in other states are thanking the federal government, hey, it's just wrong. It's just, it's not true. It's, it's wrong. It's dishonest. How are you doing? Uh, Mr. DeVore, this is Verlon. Dabrowski. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just had DeVore on. Uh, Dabrowski. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but I got a question for you. I thought the federal money wasn't supposed to be earmarked oh. for balancing budgets and used for special projects. And for the last past two years, he's been bragging about that he's been balancing our budget. We've had uh, state reps on bragging about how he, the, the only accomplishment that he's ever had was balancing our budget. So can you speak to both of those issues? Did he yeah, really? well, the first thing is these ba- budgets are never balanced. Even yeah. when they say they're balanced, uh, they're only balanced in the phony accounting that Illinois yeah. uses. Uh, it, it's the only place that says it's balanced, but then every year we have massive debts that grow and that you know people are paying these pension debts off and property taxes keep going up. It's a place where it's never true. Uh, but the other part, the reason why there's a lot of money is because you know, the federal government didn't just give $8 billion to the state. It's given $186 billion to the state, to local governments, to people, to, to companies. That's the amount of COVID aid that came into, into Illinois, $186 billion. And so when you have that kind of money in, in the system, it pumps up the sales tax revenues because people are spending their stimulus checks. They're spending their unemployment checks. Uh, you know, The stock market with trillions of dollars in it has popped up. So people have capital gains. Uh, people's incomes are higher, even though they've been unemployed. Some of them have made more money in unemployment than when they were working. And so, so Illinois has got these massive tax revenues, sales tax revenues, income tax revenues, uh, and it's got more money than it can spend right now. So you mean so this, in the short term, that's what's happened, and that's why Pritzker can act like he's done something good, but it's it's just not true, as I said. So you mean the money was fungible? He didn't just take money monies directly and put it to the budget. It's been fungible through the system. That's right. You're absolutely right. So he could use the eight billion for other things because he can't use it to pay down debt, but then he can use. You know, these massive tax revenues that have come in, and he's used that to pay down bills. And, and, and then, of course, hand out his, quote, $1 billion in, in, 
relief for Illinoisans. And, and and Ted, do you believe? Uh, what are your thoughts? I should say on the reason why this, you know, fourteen. Oh, you know, we come back from break. Man, that just snuck up on me. <laughs> but the question I want to I want you to answer. Do you believe that's why he's held on to these proclamations for the last two years? Uh, so, because he understands that as long as he holds that, hold on to that, federal fund will, will continue to flush into Illinois. Answer that when we come back. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM 560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, joined by Ted Dabrowski, president of Wire Points. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM 560. The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with uh, uh, Red Velvet himself, Mr. Red Velvet, Berlon Galloway and J.C. Lockwood. Before the break, we were talking to Wire Points President um, Ted Dabrowski. And Ted, uh, am, am I looking too much into this when I, when I, the question that I posed? Do you think the reason why we've, we've, we've had all these proclamations and, of emergencies and, is because they understand that as long as, the, as long as Illinois is operating under an emergency, there's an access to federal funds. Am I wrong or am I, am I missing? Oh, I know. I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think, I think Pritzker's power to do what he's doing would be much less because uh, with all this money, it's covered up his lockdowns, right? You think, think about the lockdowns and, you know, he, he brags about how he, he says he could have done this or, or, you know, this, this better budget is because of the administration's actions. If you think about it, you know, he, he's had some of the strictest lockdown policies in the country. He's got some of the strictest mask mandates. And, uh, you know, we've still got right now, you know, Lori Lightfoot does the same thing. They, they can afford to, quote, uh, you know, require vaccine passports, despite the fact that a lot of these businesses are struggling. And the reason they can do it is because they got so much money flooding in that they can hide, hide the, the problem. So you're, you're absolutely right. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks. Excellent. Excellent. Go on. This is JC. Hey, I had a question to ask you, um, you know, with all this money that's flowing in right now and with Pritzker trying to get reelected, the biggest thing to me, the biggest eyesore with Illinois is Chicago is the crime, the violence, uh, the fact that it's just, you know, it's murder central, in my opinion, and it's an everyday thing. It's normality there. Um, yet with all this money that's coming in, what could he do with this to, you know, try to flush it in, maybe help the police out, get more training, get better guys in there, uh, help out with, you know, even PTSD with officers, maybe doing some kind of rotations like they do in special operations where, you know, you rotate in, you do your workups, you train up, you get some R&R, you go back out, you do whatever, get reevaluated. But with all this money flowing in, wouldn't that be at least something to kind of consider on, you know, trying to tamp down, I, in my opinion, would be the biggest issue, which is, you know, mass death. Uh, you can help me out with that. Yeah, well, you know, so, so you could, and here's the problem with Illinois, and, and you know, this is, this is the, the skeptical part. You know, Lori Leifert's been saying that and doing that. What, what they do is they start throwing around money. They start throwing around money into programs. Um, it just becomes campaign spending, yeah. and, and you can't trust what it does. Now, if you put it directly to the police department, at least you know it's going to them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, part of the problem would be is that spending all that money, if they can't get the right, you know, if they can't get the right laws in place, if they, if, if they won't prosecute, right. does it really matter if you put more money in? Right. So so really, the focus should be on that. You know, he, he should be using his power and his pressure to to, to force you know, Fox and Evans and Lightfoot to, to prosecute yeah. and, uh, you know, and to, and to to treat criminals as criminals, not not as victims. Right. So I, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical of, of this government spending more money on stuff because. 
you know, they have no record of actually spending money to do things better. They spend money to, you know, for, for political means. Well, well, the problem is, is that that's not the left's agenda. The left's agenda is to defund the police. You've heard Lori Lightfoot and other mayors. They want to reimagine the police force. So how can the police do their jobs if they won't even help the police? You know, they they don't care. They say they want to do put money into training. But do they? No, they they restrict the police at every turn. They make laws and policies that stop the police from doing their jobs, even even regular traffic stops. So, you know, this conversation is mute. It's replacing the people in power. Otherwise, that, nothing's going right. to get done. That's right. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, they, they have a totally different agenda. And, you know, it's starting to go against them, and they know it. Uh, and you're starting to see, you know, the San Francisco mayor starting to back off. Lightfoot's backed off some on, on her. You know, she's had, had to change her tone. Uh, but, but, but you're right. As long as these people are in charge, they don't, they don't really care about uh, solving the, the crime in the way that we think it should be solved. They've got their own agenda, and they're going to stick with it. And, and Ted, I, I, I saw that you came out against the uh, what you call them election giveaways. I mean, have, do, are people really that naive to, to not realize that, you know, what Pritzker is trying to do is election. I'm going to buy my, I want to buy back my election. And, and, and does it also show that what he's trying to give back is the problem for people? You know, yeah. they, lower taxes. I mean, that matters to people, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, we're going to do a new piece on it. But think about this, right? So he's, he's offering a 1% uh, you know, rollback of the sale of the uh, grocery tax. Well, okay, so one percent. Well, you know, beef prices are up eighteen percent or nineteen percent. Uh, you know, uh, most things are up ten, eight percent. All this stuff, eggs, uh, just the general foods are up that much. And he's going to give a one percent sales tax reduction. Right. It's 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 nothing. Now, then you go to gas and you go to property taxes. He's not actually going to lower the burden on people. He's just what's happening is, is like the gas tax is going to go up in July. Right. He's saying we're not going to raise it. So he's not actually cutting it for us. He's just not going to raise it. Right. He's not going to gouge us more. Same thing on property taxes. Property taxes on their own are going to go up about 5% because that's the max they can go up. Well, he's saying he's going to give us a 5% reduction. So <laughs> net net, there's no relief. He's uh, just not going to gouge us more. Wow. No, it's becoming so, cost prohibitive. Yeah, yeah so so it's 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 a uh, you know gimmickry and and the sad part is is that a lot of people don't pay attention they they think okay hey I got something. Ted Dabrowski, president of Wirepoints, thanks so much for joining Black and Right today. Uh, thank you guys. You, you got to come back in studio again. Let me know when you. All right, I'd love it anytime. All right, thank you so much, sir. All right, you Ted guys Dabrowski. take care. Bye bye. Uh, I love that guy uh, because he's 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 not afraid to just tell the truth. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Kip in Stillman Valley. Kip, welcome to Black and Right. You got. 20 seconds, go. All right, well, this is, uh, the I, I think I called about it before with that Supreme Court uh, decision between the OSHA and the health care workers using Fed money to go against the health care workers. Yeah. When Feds don't have money, it's the taxpayers' money. Good point. So how can people have certain rights in the country and other people be mandated out of their rights? I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you Kip, because they're trans... They're, they're trans- Informationally changing America. Fundamentally transforming America, as Barack Obama said. That's why. Thanks so much for calling, Kip, and thanks so much for holding. You listen to Black and Right. Jim Terry, you got, got you after the break. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker and J.C. Lockwood. What's up, what's up? Um, I always love bringing Ted Dabrowski on because he's to the point, he's succinct, and he hits it right out of the ballpark every time he comes on. I'm going to tell you, both of those lawyers you had at the top of the show are just, yeah. they're the best. Yeah. Yeah, we need that right now. We, we need fighters. Let's go to Terry from Chicago. Terry, thank you so much for holding you're welcome. Uh, I I was wondering, do you think it's possible the Department of Education uh, could be completely eliminated and authority uh, returned to the state uh, where it was for hundreds of years from your before lips, 1979? From your lips to the, all the politicians who are listening, I mean that would I I, I, I it should have never been created. Uh, it becomes a propaganda too. It becomes an indoctrination, which is what we've seen through our education. You know, that's why education in, in, in the state, in the, in, in the country has lacked. You know, while we are out there trying to teach all these different systems, China's kicking our butt. Poland kicking our butt. Oh, yeah. You know, because, because they're really investing in teaching their kids education, reading, writing, reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know, not all this other foolishness. They want their people to be top of the line. And that's why we're struggling, um, Terry. Well, you know, back when uh, Rick Perry was running, that was one of the issues that rose to the top, and they still couldn't do it. It has to be voted on by Congress. They'll right. never eliminate the federal no, Department of it Education. Won't. It won't. It, 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 Terry, Terry, you would have to agree. You know why? It's a cash cow. Yeah. Terry, you there? Yeah. Oh, would you would you agree though? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I wonder why uh, authority was taken away from the states. Anyway. Yeah. In 1979. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, who was president? <laughs> Jimmy mean, Carter, uh, the worst, uh, the worst president we've ever had. That's right, why, you right? Know? And and I mean, but you know, he had good intentions. Oh. Thanks so much for calling, mm. Terry. And thanks so much, Terry, and for listening. Uh, let's go to Jim South Elgin. Jim, also sponsor of the show. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. Well, it's always a pleasure. I uh, was initially calling about this uh, Canadian. Uh, Activity up the, the truckers up in Canada, but as far as what we we're talking about before with all the kids and everything protesting here, what's happening is these old-time hippies like Neil Young, these people that were protesting the establishment, have now become the establishment themselves. That's so true. And what they're doing now is they're cultivating a bunch of people that they used to be part of, and now they're the opposite. It's really ironic. But uh, I'm sure a lot of you folks might have heard about the uh, convoy of the trucks yeah. up in uh, Canada. Yes. And GoFundMe, uh, they had raised something like $9 million to help these people out. And what GoFundMe did is they said, you know, we're not going to give the money to the truckers. And they're, it's, I think it's still fluid, but they may, they may not even refund the money back to the people wow. that gave them the money. Wow. They might take that money and give it to other people. So I closed my GoFundMe account. I think everybody should. And if there's another event where you say GoFundMe, tell these people, you know what, I'm sorry about your situation, but get a different venue. Because I'm not going to contribute anything else with GoFundMe. If they can take money for these Canadian truck drivers that are protesting right. this awful prime minister up there, and then give it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, I thank mean, you. That's just that's that's where we find ourselves today. You know, Jim. That's and, right. That's why we got to get together and and fight back. Just kick him in the big fanny. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Yeah. Hey, are, are, are you down in Honduras? Congratulations, my friend. 
Are you in Honduras? No, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm having a, a corona vacation because I got tested positive this week. Oh. oh. Until mm-hmm. Well, you sound good, Friday. Jim. Yeah. Yeah, you I stopped being a heavy fever. You know, it just, it just, I could tell something was going on, so I took the test, and so I canceled my patients today, and you know, I'll be back. I'll be fine for Monday. All right. All right, Jim. Uh, thank you so much for calling, Jim. Thanks so much for holding as well. Uh, guys, that's hour one wrapped in the books. That was fast. Hey, don't go anywhere. Hour two. Uh, it's going to be fun, you know? All right. You're listening to Black and White Radio. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow, just like the demeanor. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Hey, if you missed that first hour, go to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, Black and White Radio. Um, you won't have to go through all of the you know commercials, and you can hear me. And while you're at it, Go like black and right. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Uh, which which one? Uh, did I say TikTok? I, and I I created a Snapchat. Oh, you did now, huh? Yeah, I don't I don't get it though. I don't I'm it's not, I don't get how Snap. I don't really get. Come on, Snapchat. you're able to create a story of your life for 24 hours, and people are able to follow you, and you can. You know, just kind of highlight and show what you want. How's that I, different from TikTok? Well, I had one for a while. I had a public channel going on, man. And I would highlight, you know, me working out every morning, going to the gym, eating healthy, you know, doing positive stuff. It was just basically my life and showing other people and you know, motivating them through discipline that they can have the life that they want. Okay. So you can put a lot of good stuff on there. Okay. Maybe I have to, you have to show me how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Just track. one favor, though. There's What's a that? lot of these weird filters don't send me like an elephant filter of you, the dog <laughs> filter, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna block you. How do you do the filter? I don't even no, know how to do the filter. We'll keep it that way. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to do the filter, so you don't have to. Don't worry about anyone the tell him, please. <laughs> but, but you know, you got you got something you really want to talk about. I want to oh. play this. What, what, what? And I hope I'm, I hope I'm not blind. I hope I picked the right audio. Um, but I want to hear what I want you to hear what Joe Biden had to say about picking or selecting a Supreme Court. Um, nominee, as you know, Justice Breyer stepping down, and that'll lead to an opening. I, I, I hope this is the right one. Please, 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 please. Here we go. I think he's a model public servant in a time of great division in this country. Justice Breyer has been everything his country could have asked of him, and he's appeared before when he appeared before the Judiciary Committee almost three decades ago. We all had high hopes for the mark he would leave on history, the law, and the Constitution. And he's exceeded those hopes in every possible way. Today is his day. Our day to commend his and his life of service and his life on the court. But let me say a few words about the critically important work of selecting his successor. Choosing someone to sit in the Supreme Court, I believe, is one of the most serious constitutional responsibility a president has. Our process is going to be rigorous. 
I will select a nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. Is this ketchup, Villain? You know what? Because of his past and what he, you know what he's done for the black America? Oh, of course he's trying to clean up his legacy. He's going to do a Lyndon Johnson. He's going to say, hey, I did all of this for black people. And, hey, you can't question my history because this is how I'm going out on my shield. But let me tell you something. I'm going to upset some black people today. Uh, and I know they're going to take me not, to task. That's nothing new. But that's nothing new. I wouldn't be me if I didn't. Listen, the left chooses identity over substance and character. You know, Martin Luther King preached content of character, but yet the left says, no, I'm going to choose you because what you look like and your gender. But black people are cool with it because me and you talk about it all the time, yeah. John. Symbolism. Yeah. Emotionalism. Emotion. They just want to feel good all of the time and they don't get anything out of it. Yeah. Okay. So what? You got this. Uh, you, you're going to have a black woman sitting on the court. We could have had one. We could have had one. George Bush. Yes. Janice Rogers Brown. Yes. She would have been the first one. Well, what happened? Yeah. You know, the left, the progressives, black black legislators, and I mean, black senators and black uh, congresspeople said no. She didn't fit the agenda. Well, she she wasn't leftist or progressive. Right. And that's all they care about. Listen, this isn't, now let me get this straight. This isn't the heel to die on because it's just a one for one. Breyer was a lib, but he voted left. You know, so what difference does it make right. as far as, you know, right. as far as her being there or not? It's a wash. Don't die on this hill, but just be aware and be aware of another thing. What does this say to the youth? It's your identity that matters. You're a special people. You know, you are above every other race just because you're black and just because of our mm-hmm. tortured history. Yeah. You're special. Right. And, I, and I don't agree with that. But you know the word Dan Prof used, identitarian politics. Yeah. You know, so you're saying... Ronald Reagan, one of the things he said was he didn't say what skin color. He said, I'm picking a woman. Right. And we got uh, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. That was wrong, too. Yeah. That was wrong. And and listen, trust me. Look, I will choose Ronald Reagan over any president that we have right now or in the recent history. But now I got issues with him, too. I'm not just blind to to Ronald Reagan. And I've said it on air on your show. I've said it on progressive radio. I've been consistent. I have issues with him, with the war on drugs and everything else that, that, that he did, and, and those laws where you could just take people's property and, and gave police kablage. To, you know, all of the stuff that they were doing back in the, the 80s and 90s was, was wrong when it comes, comes to urban issues and the CIA. And I could just go on and on and on, but we don't have enough time about that. But he was wrong for using gender, you know. But, but you know, this is, this is just like 2.0. This is just consistent. to the 10th power. Oh, I'm consistent about it, <laughs> but I still choose him over everybody that we've chosen in recent history. Oh, I'm sorry, except Donald Trump. Donald Trump, that's my man. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. You know what? It's a dichotomy here because the, the youth need to be a little bit smarter and they need to open up their eyes to what's going on and stop looking for all their answers in you know, a direction that we go, right. you know, left or right. Seriously, that's what people are lining themselves up with at this moment over looking at, hey, you know what? While we're so happy to have black people in certain positions, I don't give a care if this black person is in this position, if they're not qualified. 
If you're not going to do what you have to do, if you're not, you know, what you're just there because of your skin color, right, right. on, good for you. But then you could have just hired me or anyone right. at that point. But we need to get people who are or in balance and put in purpose. But like you said, if they don't fit that that narrative that they're not, you know, liberal, they're not super progressive, right. then guess what? You're the wrong kind of black. Right. So that's always. The oh, we get that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you're the, yeah, you're the, you don't fit. Yeah, 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 you are. But yeah. sorry, bro, yeah. you're not the right black. We right. need someone who's a little bit more woke or whatever it's yeah. going to be. And yeah, that's a big issue because we're we're celebrating these victories versus actually realizing, you no, know, we're having the wool pulled over our eyes. Yeah. And yeah, we're being dealt with a back art. And you know, one of the things I, we, I've said this countless times on this show, if you understand this, and I'm going to say it this way, the way I've always said it, I can be the book of TT, you, you being WB the voice. You have your way. You have the way you want to go about doing it. Um, let me be Booker T. Right. You may not like who Booker T was. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Booker T was a bad summer. Amen. Let me tell you, Booker T Washington, you know, I, I've read a lot of this stuff and I love, what he was able to accomplish in spite of the backlash that he was going through. And he came from a a very conservative point of view. You know, I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative Republican. I really, I I love to, I like to say that the conservatism side is is something I really hold on to. I just find the avenue to work through, through the Republican party because I'm not welcomed in the Democrat party. Right. There's no conservative. I mean, there, there are some, trust me. I talk to him a lot. Uh, I've even talked to some who are uh, uh, Democrats right now who are fed up. They, they're they're registered Democrats in the city of Chicago who are fed up and actually reached out to me about Richard Irvin saying, we want to help him because, you know, they said we want to help him because, you know. Yeah, people are getting tired of it enough enough. And, you know, it's funny because after a while, the conspiracy theories aren't really conspiracy theories. They're just called like, I don't know. Tuesday. Yeah. It's normal stuff after a while. And people are starting to get that wool pulled over their, uh, getting it off their eyes, the cataracts removed. And they're going, Hey, you know what? Something's wrong. And you know, while I'm in line with this party right here, hmm, what they're doing doesn't make sense. It's about control yeah. and how much control and power that they can take over us. constantly. Yeah. Well, not only that up until 1970, it was, it was more individualism. Now it's group thought yes. and nobody wants to be ostracized from the group. For because any culture reason, determines. because yeah. of the culture now, well, this made-up culture—it's not Americanism. Yeah. It's not. The, it's oppos- not. the opposite of success is conformity. Yeah. Okay, so people are conforming and going along with it because that's just what you do. And if yeah. you ask them about, you know, why they do it, they would just be like, "Well, because everyone else is doing yeah. it." But, yeah. Blake Moore, you're right. A lot of folks in Chicago are stealth Republicans. They're just afraid to come out because of business. Their business ties. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say, "Hey, I'm a Republican." Which you said, yeah, they're, you know, they're worried about being canceled yeah. and, and ripped apart. When, Boycott it. Right. Yeah, when it's America, I don't care what your opinion is, bro. As long as you're not bothering me, then right. cheers. You want to, what, what, what do you want to talk about next? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, ready. He's Police ready. issues. I got to uh, ran go. together. Here we go. Let's do it. You, you, so, you, so you're trying to get me worked up. Yes, I am. Really? But I'm on your side this time. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm going to read the article during the break. Okay. And then I'll, I'll give my assessment of it. Okay. Hey, you listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Hey. 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 Hey.
Welcome back to Black and White Radio. You like that bumper music, man? You like hey, my man, music? you know, you got to enjoy your life. You got to enjoy your life, man. It's short. How's that music, though? My bumper music. You, like you know it? what? You I, like dig it. I dig it. I dig it. A little bit of Backstreet Boys would help, you know, man. Oh, some, oh, some 1998, oh. you know, some oh. everybody. Oh, my. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I said that. I, 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 I got to find That was 96. I, I'm sorry. Vilan. <laughs> He, he, he's, he, I am not going to comment every single Backstreet Boys Backstreet song, man. Boys, NSYNC, Pete, NSYNC none of is right. Okay, Finally, you ain't black. That's fine. I want you back on that one, man. Finally, you can say bye-bye to that, but it's going to be black. me at the end of the day. Oh. I'm a Space Cowboy oh. for that one. Oh, my God. That hurt. That, that, Ooh. that hurt. It makes me oh. ill, man, to see you like that. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, no, I'm no, done. No, no, we're not done. No. We, we got to park can, there. Let's I can park. keep quoting all their songs let's, and put it into sentences mm-hmm. and treat you guys. I mean, let's it's up park, to you. Let's park there. <laughs> you know what? I, I just got one thing to say for you right what? now. You know, you, you said Backstreet Boys? And NSYNC, man. And NSYNC, 98 degrees. Hey, you know what? I'm with Joe Biden. You ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know, that hurts, man. Coming, coming from him. Shoot. <laughs> My black car bigger than yours. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it is, man. You know what? I don't know. Is there... Oh, yeah! Oh yeah! Don't, don't oh, he's I playing know, it. Dude, I know the I know the remix to this oh, song. Here we go. Gee, I'm yours. Yep. Uh-huh. What? He even did Come. the neck movement. I'll do the whole thing, man. I'll do the whole thing. Stop. Let me stop. Uh, right. Oh right. my god! This isn't even the real song. People know, man. The real song was called "No Goodbyes," and they changed it. So that's why the "I Want It That Way" song made no sense at all. It's actually it's actually a good thing. Yeah. Ooh, I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I know that, all that stuff. I wasn't expecting that one, bro. Mm-hmm. I got I got married on the anniversary of the NSYNC pop album. Oh, you okay? one of those? July twenty fourth, bro. All right, Justin, if you're listening, dude, you need to come sing my tenth wedding anniversary, <laughs> dude. If you don't, bro, I'm gonna He's be serious, hurt, bro. I'm gonna be butt hurt, bro. He's, I actually do like NSYNC. Okay, <laughs> whatever, man. Absolutely, I, what I what do whatever. like NSYNC. I like I love, Justin Timberlake. I love Justin. That was the '90s reincarnation of like the Jackson Five for our generation. Thank God they weren't as good, nowhere yeah. near, but. Yeah, we, at least I, we had something. How do we get here? Beats Limp I don't know. You did it. <laughs> I did that. Yes, you did. Oh. It's all your fault, brother. Okay. Blame the black man. Yeah, can well, I, can, uh, which one? I'm Ish. Uh, uh, you're right. He's Ish. Well, he is too. He's black. You, he's you, too. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. Is that you know you're acceptable black between the both of us. I got tattoos, man. I look kind of like you know. No, 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 no. I'm inked up beyond reason. Well, you do reason. got a lot of tattoos. Come on, man. It's an yeah. addiction. So you're acceptable. If I knock on Looking someone's like the door, rock, little brother. Uh, oh man, I don't know, man. They might, they might open or shut the door on me. Depends. <laughs> But you, they're like, hey, this guy could watch my kids. This yeah. guy looks nice. He could wash my car. Look at me like, I don't want that. I know, but that's insane. <laughs> Rely. All right. Okay. I read, I read through what happened to Amir Locke in Minneapolis. Um, it was another no-knock warrant. Right. Um, but what happens during no-knock warrants, once the threshold is broken, what you hear is the cops announcing their presence, who they are, lights flashing. It's a disorientation type thing. Um, I'm still trying to see who are they after. There's a lot of information that has not been released. Mm-hmm. But I do know, I'll, I'll read this, um, that the police, it said that that they were loudly saying who they were. They were. Uh, while the press release said their officers repeatedly announced their presence, this is from a News, Newsweek article, uh, the body camera footage begins by showing an officer unlocking, using a key to unlock the door. Hmm. I, where did they get the key from? See, there's, there's so much landlord, that's not maybe. There. Yeah, but the thing about it is, what what upsets the urban community is they want you to knock, give a few seconds, then so that bust so, down the cop, the door. So, so that somebody can so shoot you the door? know it's a police, but so somebody can shoot. The, they listen. want the people inside the department to have the decision to go there or not. Okay, this is this. See, this is why I think the community needs to do police ride-alongs. 
to see the interactions, to see what happens. Because, you know, there's there's these things called training, you know, that police have to go through. And one of the reasons why, you know, they do no knock on high profile targets is because they don't want to have the gun, the the round coming through the door, through the windows at them while they're out there. So, well, who's more important, the police or the citizen? So this is this is the thing. Now, listen, I'm not against you on this issue because I saw the video. Now, once the police was there, the person that woke up from his sleep had enough time to know that this was the police. They said it repeatedly, but he woke up, uh, you know, all fuzzy because he was asleep. And now this is my problem. What was he doing sleeping with the gun? Now, when you see the video, the gun comes from under the cover before you even see his face, if you see in his face at all. Now, when the police so sees threat. this. So wait, time out. So, so what you're telling me, because I haven't seen the video. I watched the video. I, I couldn't see the video. I couldn't okay. pull it up. So what you're saying to me was when the, once the cops entered, there was enough time that passed where he could have he easily put the drug gun down. Yeah. Because he knew who, the, who was in the house at the time. I don't know if he knew. Like okay. I said, he was asleep. Okay. Okay. So, so all the cops saw was a threat. They saw that gun. I saw the gun, okay. then a little bit of his arm, and it was pow, 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 so pow, pow, pow. Where we? But was, the but the problem is he was a he was a good kid with a clean record. Gun was legal. Okay. And the argument is, once somebody kicks down your door, just like the Breonna Taylor situation, you might just start firing. You know, and that's the problem. You know, it's 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 that it's that uh that, that issue of you know what, what amendment the Fourth Amendment yeah. what, what amendment. The right, uh, the fourth, the fourth amendment. Yeah. yeah. So you have the right, and they shouldn't be able to break down. Search. And you shouldn't right. So you shouldn't be able to break down somebody. But is that door. an unreasonable search? When they were when, looking they, when for, they were looking for somebody that was uh, uh, wanted in the house, right? And this time it was the right house, but they shot the wrong target. Well, I think Brianna, that was that was still the right house. It was, the guy it was, just wasn't there. It, no, well, it was multiple houses. Right. It was multiple houses. Okay. So what? And, you, and he and Crump has been making the argument oh with Brianna Taylor, the Brianna Taylor incident. So what do you have to say about it? Oh God! All right. Well, a couple of things for one. So um, a lot of things boil down to training, boil down to intelligence gathering, and learning from uh, you know dope. So uh, you know that on previous engagements. So if something didn't work before, then let's not freaking do it again. That's definition of insanity. It's, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a new result. Uh, while we do want the element of surprise for super, you know, high risk warrants, let's talk about is the guy wanted for murder? Is he wanted for something direct like that? Uh, as well as, you know, I'm going to give the doubt a little, little bit of benefit out to the police right here, because if a dude raises a weapon towards me, what I have two black belts and I'm not going to sit here and disarm that dude in that scenario. This is combat. This is war. This but is no, whatever. That's what people think you should be. Doing. Well, yeah. But guess what? That's not how things work in reality. No. So, I mean, not to be funny, but. Um, everyone who wants to quarterback what the police do and tactics and training, uh, that's me as a man trying to tell you like, Hey, this is your third trimester and what to expect. Right. I know I have nothing. I, have, and sorry, I, never I can't to. help you. Yeah, no, sorry. I like who I am. So no, <laughs> I, if you don't understand how this works, then you can't do that. Do you understand even, you know, how a threshold works, how breaching a doorway works, how negotiating a barricade works? You know, what a high ready, low ready is, how to flow on target, how to send four or five guys through a door in right. a stack. If you don't understand any of that yeah. stuff means it all, then be quiet and wait till everything, everything. comes out. Okay, but okay, you're talking about, you know, uh, police officer safety. But where does the citizen right comes in that that just got killed? I'll give you that. Okay, so you're thinking about, so now you're thinking about his mother, mm-hmm. his father, his family. They just lost somebody. So where does the responsibility lie? Well, it's his responsibility. I'll say this. It's his responsibility, and here's why. I'll say this to you. 
is that for one, um, if you hear all that commotion going on and all you do is raise a gun from your sheets and you're now flagging muzzling uh, and un- unknown target, you haven't PID that target, you haven't done a positive identification right. of that target yet, so you're an idiot for one, you shouldn't have that weapon too. Um, you could have done a lot of stuff. You could have barricaded himself in that room, you know, and then had his weapon st- stood in the corner and then yelled out comms like, hey, who the heck are you? And if they had said, we're the police, you know, that's a time where, man, you might want to you know, unload your weapon, side lock to the rear, put that thing down, get away from it, get on your hands and knees yeah. and, and let them do whatever. And if you're not liable, you're not the one they're looking for. Guess what? As somebody who, who's, who, who owns a weapon, he should have known that. I mean, that's that's training that he should have known that no, no matter what. Now, you're right. Now, I don't know what it would be like if I woke up in the middle of the night like that and my door was kicked down. Um, I do know based upon my training, I can't just go out and start shooting people. Uh, you can't you just do you realize you can't kill somebody just because they enter your house. Right, you have well. It depends on the state. But in Illinois, yeah. it's duty to retreat. But Correct. you remember, they're, they're they're in Minnesota. Right. Well, yeah, that's right. And also, there's a home invasion versus a burglary. Correct. The well, big my there. thinking is a little more cynical mm-hmm. than you all. You all are from a professional mindset. I'm from the hood. If he's sleeping with a gun, he Something's must up. know that he's sleeping around scumbags. Or he's in bed mm-hmm. with scumbags. Oh. See, think about. See, I I'm like that. Like, you know that, what I'm saying? You got to use your brain. That's plausible. Yeah, and that could be that. Also, think about the crime rate that's going on. You know, I mean, wouldn't you want to have a weapon next to you just in case? I don't want to have to be that why guy. Why are you there? Well, if yeah. it's not your home, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say again, this real quick. I don't know the circumstances. Maybe he doesn't have money. Maybe he's staying there for a second. Right. I have no idea. So real I'm not going to argue that. Real quick, real quick. It says, according to the Star Tribune, uh-uh. the, director, <laughs> the director required officers to announce themselves as police before entering their residence, even if they have a court approved no knock warrant. So, so they did wrong in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, well, we don't know. Did you see the very beginning? They said they didn't announce at the I'm door. I'm going to look at it, look, watch it. Uh, they did not. The they they went in. They did not announce or knock at the door. Uh, hey, I'll, let's talk a little bit about Brianna Taylor, too, because there's yeah. a lot of things that correlate with this. You listening to Black and White Radio? We'll be right back. Back to Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with... Mr. Red. Come on, man. Sing it. Lose yourself. Come on. Red. Come on. Get into it. Get into it. I would rather have some Bob Seger. <laughs> Who's that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I realized you had some stuff you could throw at me, so yeah. I, better, I, better, uh, I better come up there on that. Hot coffee. Oh, and, Lord. Oh, no, guys. And J.C. Lockwood. Guys, thanks so much. I, so we, j- we all just watched the video. Yeah. Um, this is a tragic situation. Is it? It is. Okay. Because the guy could still be alive today. The, that kid should still be alive today. Uh, yeah, but who's, uh, whose decision was that, he, though? He, that's where I'm headed. He raised the gun towards the police officers. Um, where'd they get the key? Did the landlord provide the key? Is that Was that part of the... Um, they did not knock, but they, did it, they opened the door and announced themselves right away. And I counted at least 10, 11, 12 seconds of time from the time that they entered until the time they reach the individual who, underneath, while he's still underneath the um, blanket, raises the gun toward the police. Like I said, mm-hmm. that was way. That was enough time for that kid to just yeah. drop and still be alive today. Yeah, you know what? That's uh, we're you know we're in an era right now where we want to blame you know twelve for everything, no matter what. And while I'm very big into, I'm not going to give them credit automatically. 
Let's let's talk about that real quick. They entered this structure, and this dude starts flagging, you know, or just muzzling people. Yeah. Doesn't know who it is. If you hear police, police, which what they did was that, yeah, they used a the key, which they probably got that. They sourced that somewhere. That's good intelligence. I'd do the mm. same exact thing if I was doing that. I'm not going to yeah. pick his lock or kick it in. I'm right. just going to do the key. So, yeah, they enter in. From a tactical perspective. Right, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. From an intelligence perspective, tactical yeah. perspective, yeah. Why work harder? So I go through, I enter that structure. Those guys, they're, they're training suck. But they go through, and nonetheless, they end up you know getting on this guy. And sure enough, he just comes out with a weapon. Now, here's my thing is that if anyone points a gun at someone you love, wouldn't you want that officer to shoot that person before uh, they kill your loved one? Yeah. Okay. It goes both ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, but here's what I was going to get with that. Is that if you want that, then guess what? That cop loves that person next to him. That guy who's pointing that weapon didn't need to do that. Okay? Yeah. So, because I guarantee you, any officer, any person, if they were put in that situation, even if as a civilian, would probably end up taking that and shooting that person. He could have easily not grabbed his weapon. He could have easily said, you know, I have a weapon. I'm putting it down. You know, I'm putting my hands up. I'm putting my hands up right now and told them as he's walking through or waited for their command, stuck his hands out, showed some kind of surrender. And I guarantee you they wouldn't have popped this dude, yeah. but instead he chose to try to be Jack Bauer and, you know, guess what, buddy? There's not going to be a season 10 because you died. And, but Crump's going to get money from this. Of course. The civil suit's going to, it's over. And I, I think I think Minnesota's going to completely change their no-knock stance. Oh, they already put, a, some judge or somebody put a moratorium on it, no more no-knock no warrants. Yeah. But I'm going to agree and disagree with your statement about them being blamed, uh, 12, you said, being blamed about everything. No, it's a new standard that's being pushed by the left, a moral standard they're holding police to. And that's a perfect segue yeah. to the next issue that I have a problem with. These three officers, like not like myself, but like myself in working my job, it may be things I don't like, but I have to do it because I have to follow orders. I right. know that the mask and everything else is stupid. It doesn't stop anything. Nothing. But guess what? I do. I follow orders. Now, listen. These jobs, these police were following the orders hey, of their superior. Rely, huh? You're following a recommendation, not an order. Well, well my, <laughs> uh, my, the, my lady boss Just mess with told me. me what I had to do, and I had to do it. That's like they can click but, your ticket as a law. It's not. But their superior officer told them what they had to do. They're following orders. They're half well, rookies. One was on the job maybe a mm. year. And these guys right now are being held federally responsible, right. then the state case is going to come right behind it. Can we stop right there real quick? As they yeah. should. Yes. Here's the reason why I want to stop right there. When I first joined the police force, I'm wow, wide-eyed, not knowing. And if a senior police officer told me to do something, guess what I was going to do? Do it. Do it. You know why? That's how you gain their respect, right? Yeah. I still didn't see anything those three did that should have warranted them to go to jail. I disagree. I don't. Oh, you disagree? I disagree. You go well. ahead first before me. I disagree I with both of you guys. No offense. So here's why. Okay. For one, you. Okay. So for me, I'll speak for myself real quick. When it comes to prisoner handling uh, or, you know, DT handling, I'm going to use pain uh, to get them to compliance until I don't have to anymore. Right. Once I, once they're in compliance, then I don't have to keep hitting them or doing whatever. Because if I start hitting a guy and he thinks I'm going to die, guess what? He's going to start fighting back. All right. Because he thinks he's going to die. You've now triggered his fight or flight mode. If uh, I was going to say Zimmerman, dear God, sorry. Um, if George was in handcuffs that entire time and he's down, why are you still have your neck pinned on him? And that's something that I'll you tell know. you why. Well, okay, help I'll me tell out. you why. why. As I, I've been in that situation mm-hmm. where somebody you got him subdued. The moment that we released 
them got up, moved. That's when they start back fighting. Okay, again. widen his neck though. Okay, from well, yeah, I, I, I'm not talking about. I'm not go talking learn, about Chauvin. Yeah, go learn some jujitsu, dude. Okay. I'm not talking about Chauvin. I'm not talking you. About, I'm saying general. No, no, you missing my point. I'm not talking about Chauvin. I'm talking about the other three. Right, okay, that's right. okay. So I'll get to that. So I'll get to that. So here's my issue, right? Is that you see this guy being strangled to death, being compressed, whatever it is. And you could have easily walked over to him. Hey, you know, boss, I need you. Well, one of them did. did. Well, he did. Okay, wait. Second no, thing. No, one okay. of them did. Wait, okay. okay, okay, wait. Second thing then, right? Okay, so call your superior. Okay? Get get on some comms and go, hey, you know what? I need a white shirt, whatever you guys in Illinois say. Oh, get somebody down here real quick. Do, do you hear the music? We got we to gotta get back this? into this. You hear the music? Break. Oh, my God. What did you What did you oh, request? Lord, uh, 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 a white shirt. Oh, come on, man. We got to get back oh, into this after same, the break. Man. Yeah. Born to walk. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, you listen to the black. Hey, hold on, okay. guys. You listen to the Black and Right Radio on AM five sixteen. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. Good discussion. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. Oh, oh, he's in sync for real. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. Oh, JC, you are, you are in sync in Black, well, Black Street. <laughs> that's, a, that's something totally different, man. You know what? Yeah. I'm telling you, I was just, I was their sixth member. They didn't know it. It's all good. So what know? about, what was it? Was it Backstreet or Black it Street? It was Backstreet. Black Street. Black, no, no. Black Street was a Black that's Street. That's what I'm Did you like Black Street? Uh, you know what? I wasn't really into that like fake R and B moaning stuff in yeah. the nineties that we you had. The, black. the sexual type music. <laughs> I know, man. It was yeah, sexual. it was. It's Ooh, come on, girl. man. Yeah. Ooh, girl, you so fine. Mm. It, I'm not into that. Like, I'm, all right. Well, I'm let's sick. let's go to the phone line. We're going to finish that discussion. <laughs> yes. But I know my good friend um, Mark, man on the street. What's going on, brother? Hello, John. It's good to hear uh, Red Velvet and JC on. You guys, <laughs> great. what's up, brother? What's Thank up? you, brother. <laughs> You guys are great, but I wanted to redirect. Uh, you're talking about the police and everything, but I wanted to point out there were 845 homicides in Chicago uh, in last year, including 80 students at Chicago Public Schools. 80 kids who were in school were shot and killed. I don't know if any of them died of COVID. And and one police officer died, Ella French. I went to her yeah. wake and funeral. We don't talk a lot about police officers being shot and killed. Also, four years ago, uh, Commander Paul Bauer went right. to my high school at St. Ignatius was also shot and killed. And this is what we need to be talking about. These, you know, it's, it's tragic when the, there's mistakes made and everything with the police, but I'm, I'm more worried about, like I said, 80 kids in the Chicago public schools. I mean, how, how is this possible? Right. I, I'm out in Winnetka. We don't have 80 kids that killed at Nutrier and out where you guys out in the suburbs. I mean, this should be Lightfoot's only directive and not keeping me from going to a restaurant because she wants me to show a back card. So <laughs> everything is messed up. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I, I'm out there. They call me man on the street because I'm out here. I'm going to places, talking to people. And, you know, we're, we're really following this mass. We were watching a huge amount of the divorce thing. We watched the whole news conference today. He was a great guest, by the way, earlier. Yeah, he was great. And uh, it just, uh, the stuff going on, it's just, and then we have the governor's race, which is another big distraction. I'm concerned about crime, tax cards, and masks. And that's that's my priority right now. I don't care about anything else. What, yeah. what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Of so course. You, you wanted to say something to him, JC? No, I, I agree with you 100%, man. You know, uh, when we're worried about, you know, getting robbed at the gas station, whether you're in Hinsdale uh, or on the south side of Chicago, if you can't pull into your driveway without someone, you know, potentially coming up and robbing you with violence of action, yeah, it's a big issue. And I'm more concerned about that than, what, going to a restaurant where I'm going to eat something for a second and worried about the... Point oh 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 one percent chance that COVID might take me out. 
I've had it twice. I'm good. It's, I've had it twice. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It was just like 2018. I was really tired yeah. and really bored, and then I got better. But no, we need to worry about the violence that's going on because that's that's everything. One, if you don't respect life and take care of life, when it's gone, it's gone. Yep. Okay. You can't get that back. And if we're making excuses, not just for the the people that are dying, the citizens of Chicago, but the police officers as well, because you know what? As as awesome as it would be to be a Chicago police officer, I wouldn't do that job right now, personally, because you know what? I'm no, you're you're expendable to a lot of people that are there. The people that do care about you, unfortunately, their voices are not as loud as the ones that are saying that you're not needed. Yep. Which guess what? If you don't think the cops are needed, go to Juarez, Mexico, or go watch the movie The Purge. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, go to go to, go to Especially Yemen, the latest you know? purge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's 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 go here. Boko Haram and let's go see what it looks yeah. like. And then you tell me what it's like to not have a government. So, Mark, what's coming up? What do you got? Oh, we got two events, you know, next Saturday with uh, uh, Freedom Initiative is going to have that debate with most of the governor candidates. They're waiting to hear if Jesse Sullivan and if uh, 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 Irvin, uh, Richard, I can't even think of his name. I'm waiting. He's the only guy I haven't met yet. And, uh, you know, he just picked uh, Kathleen. Come Murphy on, man. Or, uh, Jesse Sullivan just picked Kathleen Murphy. Yeah, I saw that as his uh, running mate. So that's big news. Yeah. But uh, that de- debate or forum is next Saturday out in Naperville. They moved it out to Naperville, I guess, because uh, there's too many restrictions in Rosemont. So that's kind of big news. Yeah. But uh, are you going to be there, John Anthony? Yeah, yeah I'm going to be there. Good, good. And then at the end of the month, I'm going to CPAC in Orlando, and I'm going to listen to President Trump. CPAC's a conservative political action conference. I'm going down there for four days. Stephanie Trussell is also going. She's running as lieutenant governor with uh, with uh, Darren Bailey. So it's going to be a great time. There's going to be 10,000 conservatives down in Orlando, no masks, no COVID. And again, we're going to see uh, President Trump and see what he has to say. So those are the two big events I'm going to. Plus, I'm going to rallies almost several times a week about the mask and the Vax card, which is, is like I said, the Vax card thing is just destroying commerce in it Chicago. Really and and uh, we need it lifted. If you guys could text uh, Lori Lightfoot, she's, she's blocked me, but if you guys <laughs> have any pull with her, J.B. Pritzker. And, Wait, and well, one other person who hasn't news, blocked they just you. They just announced CPS is not going to follow uh, anything with the uh, DeVore case. So, Wait, so were, were they a party to, in that uh, case? They're, they're students at CPS. Uh, it's questionable whether it's only the students that were in the case or if it's just going to be a blanket thing and no mask on Monday. Yeah. And it's going to be a big debate. But CPS has said that they're still going to do it. Some schools are saying they're not. So it's very fluid right now. It's a lot of it's, it's very. Uh, and we're following it on Twitter. Wow. And uh, it's just uh, I, I hope they don't do the mask. Kids don't need to wear masks. In I, my agree. Opinion. I agree. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you call in. And, and please don't ever ask to come on. Just call in. Oh, uh, yeah, I got that one. You know, <laughs> the K. The K. I, 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 don't Shut think up. I forgot about Shut that up. one. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. so much, Talk Mark. Soon. All right. Uh, one more. Let's go to the phone now. Jim, will Pence run for president? No. Yeah, hi, gentlemen. How are you? How are you hey, doing, doing, Jim? Well. You, you, you think Pence will run for president after uh, uh, thwarting the Republican coup for, president, for the presidency? Yesterday, yeah. he addressed the Federal Society. Saying that Trump, uh, he couldn't, he couldn't go through that. But you know, after he called uh, yeah. Vice President Quayle, Quayle said, "Don't do that." Yeah, hey Jim, I but think, I think President, hey, hey Jim, I think President, I mean Pence, has lost all credibility in the Republican circles. Yeah, you know, Pence has or yeah. Trump has? Pence, Pence. Pence. 
What about Trump He attempted a coup On the United States of America I'm just telling you I think When you look at what The Trumpians And people who love Donald Trump They feel like He didn't defend President Trump I, I gotta go Jim Thanks so much for calling You're listening to Black and White Radio We'll be right back I want my soul better go to Korea I love my dog Just like I'm Peter This is Black and Right With John Anthony On AM560 The Answer Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. Ooh, that's loud in my ear. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Mr. Red Velvet himself. I'm not going to play the music. This Thank you. You're welcome. Because I, I, I got to stay pumped. I don't want to laugh. Why? why? Oh, because on. I why have to address our guest over here. Hey, man, he, play me some music. He's not not being... Oh, not this mess. No, keep going. Give me something good, man. Give me something real, man. They want to deflate myself. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because. All right, go ahead. What, what, JC, what you you're not being consistent. All right, tell now, me why. with the Breonna Taylor thing and the no-knock warrants, okay, you were for the police. That's great. No, I'm not, I'm not a police officer. Now, I know you're not a police officer. I said you were for the police. Oh, okay. Now, when this, with this George Floyd incident, now let me tell you something. The reason why I'm so upset about what they're doing to these police officers, they should not be on trial. They were doing their job. They were listening. And this is the standard. You're doing what the left is doing, trying to hold these police officers to a moral standard. That doesn't that doesn't wash with policing. A moral standards doesn't comply because they deal with the scumbags all day, every day. And let's hey, and let's not get it twisted. George Floyd was a was a scumbag. Uh, so it, it, it's just that simple. I don't know if he was intentionally trying to pass off a phony twenty. I do know he was dealing in drugs. I don't know if he sold them. He took them. I don't know know if he was an everyday scammer. I don't know what was going on. All I know was. He was breaking the law. He didn't want to comply with the police. Whenever you stop by the police, just comply. You comply, you won't die. But the police did their job, and guess what? You're flipping your standard when it comes to George Floyd, other than with the police officers in the no-knock world. Because George would still be alive if he got it right in the, in the truck. If you'd have complied. All right, well, here, I'll, okay, so, so I understand what you're saying. I'll give you this real quick. So these officers have a responsibility to uphold the law, and they can't, kill someone without there being a really good reason as to why. Okay, so within... Let me get to the point. Let me get through this. Use of force. Continue with that. Yeah, use of force. Right, yeah. One to six, all that good stuff. So here's the thing. So within their job description, they were trying to put this guy in handcuffs, do whatever, keep him restrained. And I believe a thousand percent outside of, you know, Derek Chauvin being emotionally immature and everything else, these officers were seeing what was going on and their job is to what, you know, protect life, you know, pursuit of having real life and or force and along that line. I don't know the police oath at all, but basically you probably need to protect the citizens. And if you see this is going on, you need to talk to your guy. And if they tried that again, talk they to did. a white shirt. OK, then talk to a, a lieutenant. Talk to go up your chain of command or do an idea. How about this? How about you guys now take turns? If my buddy, my battle buddy, my mate's got his neck, his knee on the guy's neck, he's doing all this crap. How about I go over there and say, hey, boss, I'll take his legs. My buddy over here will get on his, on his you know, lower body. They did. Well, then why didn't two of them take a, you know, get so on what there? what they going to do, tackle and then, Well, here's Chauvin? my point, though. Here's my point, though. No, no, no. Not tackle him, but instead go over there, battle buddy him out, and get on, um, you know, get on because George Floyd it, properly. That's not how, that's, I mean, you, you can't. I, I, you know what? See, that's that moral. Well, I'm sorry. Thing. No, right. but again, but here's the thing: is that their inactions allowed this guy to get killed right. when he didn't no, need to. No, and they're there. No, because no, they're there. No, they're, no, they're no. yeah. 
Okay, I'm sorry. So let me ask you George a question. Floyd's actions caused him to get killed. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're both at fault. They're both idiots. So let me ask you. So Derek Chauvin is above the law to say, hey, no. guys, as long as I'm strangling this dude to death or compressing or whatever, you guys need to go along with it and you guys would be Gucci. No, it's not like that. Okay, that's why he they're on trial. He was out of order, but they should have stopped at him. You could fire those officers if you feel that they didn't act, but not take them to court uh, uh, federally and in the state, you know, and, and try to send them to jail for 25 years okay, or yeah. more. I, well, politics, I, agree with you. I agree with you on that. Here's why. Because this is a politically driven yeah, thing. I mean, you can even said. go into like Chauvin should have probably gotten charged with two instead of three, convicted of two instead of three of those charges. But people, they don't want people to riot. They want to appease everyone. Oh, see, there it and is. And they want to appease everyone. There and it so, is. And so, therefore, it's like, hey, you three guys can all go get You're burn noticed and rot and rot. Exactly. You're bowing to the so left. I agree. There you should be accountability. Burning down there should be accountability. And burning down businesses. But not, You're bowing to the left. But not to the extent that they want. And I don't like that. Uh-huh. Not the extent that they want. I agree up. with you, but not the extent that they all want. Right, They're going too far. Time out. Time out. Getting, getting a little fiery in here. No, it ain't. No, he's sweating. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We got to work on that. Cardiovascular strength is real, brother. Hey, you listen to Black and Right. Uh, we'll be right back. Hour three coming up. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, coming in hot. Just like the fajita. I write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back to hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. That sounds so good. Hour three. Hey, if you missed the first two hours, this is what you got to do. Go to 560TheAnswer.com. Download the podcast so that you'll never miss any show, any, uh, um, show uh, from Black and White Radio. Also, if you haven't gone, I know some of you don't like YouTube, but if you if you are, please go to YouTube. Give us a um, click on the button, and then click on the little belly thingy, as um, my good friend Aunt Gary Franchi used to say, so that you will never miss when I go live on YouTube. Because I'm still not um, real shadow banned on YouTube, except Verlon gave me the first uh, <laughs> ding. <sighs> you That's know a that. weird one, man. Yeah, it's a weird algorithm to crack. I got a YouTube channel, man. It's hard. It's it is. Hard. It is. And 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 you know they they I, I got a, a, a people that watch every week, you know, and I love that they. I also I, I sometimes they make me change my position because they'll say something on YouTube on, on YouTube. I'm like, you know, I didn't think about it that way. Right. I'll bring it out and call it out, you know, because it it it's. I mean, there's some very smart people that watch me on YouTube. So shout out to the YouTube crowd. Um, hey. You guys. Wow. What was that last? You, you, you I told him that he was bowing down to the left by being sweating? afraid right, so of, 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 of businesses being burned no, down. I, no, and no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I didn't say I was afraid of that crap. You didn't want it to happen. No, 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 no. People. I didn't know. Negative, negative, negative. Let's, let's backtrack that. All right. What I was saying was that that's why they're prosecuting them is that they don't want that to happen. Well, the same Not thing. me. But they're cowards. That's fine. I, yeah, not me, man. But I didn't, they're you know, cowards. Yeah, then. of course they're cowards. And here's the thing is that, okay, so I'll stand corrected. You, you helped me out a little bit. I thought that these officers, these support, you know, lead uh, lead officers, whatever you want to call them, I'm trying not to confuse military and uh, the police jargon. 
But yeah, so I thought that they were just getting like, you know, hey, you know, dress in, dress out, convicted felonies. You can't be an officer again, five to seven years, which would be like three years, 18 months time served, you know, house arrest type crap. I didn't realize they're trying to put him in there for like 25 years. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, because they're trying to that's garbage because they're trying to drive that that narrative. Yes. So, you know, again, I want accountability, but not where, you know, we're going to execute people over certain things. Yeah. OK, those guys should have made a different decision, but they're not the ones that actually did kill him. Right. I feel like they could have intervened. I feel like there's stuff they could have done. But with that poor judgment call, how about we use that to hire better, smarter police officers you know, and actually put. Yeah, but, but see, yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't. I really don't think that's the issue. I I I think we Shuffle. do have better, smarter police officers. The problem is they're under attack. Right. I mean, there's there's nothing. I mean, it's really that simple. Yeah. The policing profession is under attack. Yeah. Because as we talked about um, when before the show start, progressives and lefts love destruction. They love mm-hmm. chaos. Yeah. As as it's not they theirs. thrive in chaos. And, and 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 imagine reimagining what police. What does that even mean? <laughs> they make up stuff, you know. Because it sounds good, you know, when you're. Uh, and it sounds good to that. It, buddy, it sounds good to the black community who's listening to that yeah. from an emotional perspective. Oh yeah, we're gonna reimagine policing. What does that mean? But, but, wait, wait, hold on. But 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 you ever look at HeyJackass.org? Yeah, of course, all the time. And, and you'll see. I visit one there were 4,500. I said this two weeks ago. There were 4,500 shootings in the city of Chicago. Mm. That's just Chicago. That's not Cook County included it's in the, the highway. Internet. Yeah. But listen, you go and look at the map where most of these shootings are happening. It's in black communities. Mm-hmm. These people, listen, I, I know them. I know some of them. Some of them are my family members. They don't want to live this way. Right. They want the police to do their job, but the police can't do their job because mm-hmm. they're ha- being handcuffed. By the system. That's right. Yeah. You know, my stepdad's a, uh, a police officer, you know, shout out to him. And, you know, growing up, he would always complain about certain things. And now it all makes sense that I'm an adult. He's like, you know, man, I'm arresting the same people over again. And they're literally getting out, you know, and they know the whole entire system and it doesn't matter. And that's even worse now, because, of course, if I'm a bad guy, I'm going to operate in a place where it's I can do whatever I want to. Right. You know, people predators know who they can mess with and who they can't mess with. It's right. just called nature. Right. Right? right. So, of course, they're going to take that soft target. And if I get rolled up, oh, well, you know, I'm going to get right back out you know, and just and just be able to do it again. It, there's no fear in it whatsoever. They're going to be off the street for a couple of days. They'll they'll, you know, bond out whatever and go so of course crime is going to rise through the roofs and anyone calls the police guess what now they're going to be targeted and the cops don't want to have to do this because they're doing the same thing over again guess what they could get killed re-arresting the same people Wait, before you say something let me tell you something watch all these videos after the floyd and after these situations you see cops backstabbing backpelling oh no no please stop no no garbage no no, no, you that bulletproof mind. Uh, people will never understand. If no, you never won't. wore that badge. Mm-hmm. If you never had to pull that gun in, in the, on the side of your your hip, there's a bulletproof mind that you have to go when you're out there. Yeah, hundred percent. No, because you, you know, at any given moment, you can be taken out. Yeah, no, seriously, you have to be that shield. You have to be that most dominant thing uh, in the situation. If I'm, you know, going through training. If I have a guy, if I have a target, and I'm telling him, hey, dude, get down, don't move. He's like, no, that dude ain't there. You know, I'll go for it. Versus, you know, me, you know, coming up and giving him that hey, command stop. authority. Do not move. Put your hands where I can see him right now. Keep your hands where I can right now. I'll blow your lungs out of your back, dude. Do not move. Down, 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 down. Like, I am not giving that guy an option of thinking. He's like, crap, I'm going to die. Especially if he has a weapon in his hand. Oh, dude, if he has a Any weapon in his hand, he's going to die. Period. Any kind of weapon. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the, let's talk about that real quick. All right. If someone has a gun in their hand. Okay, and they're doing and they raise that thing up whatsoever. 
you're going to get shot. Okay? That's the way things are. It's a measuring contest, but you've chosen what's going to happen. If you want to live, you would drop that weapon, you could get a good lawyer, and you can go from there versus choosing to, hey, you know what? I know this guy is going to kill me. But the problem is his perspective. It's changed. You could, as a police officer, you now have to think about: Am I going to be the next poster child? Yeah. Now, you I'll be the next. I worry about that later on because if I don't make it out of this situation, I die. It doesn't matter. What? Then I can. Okay. And here's the thing: Ella French pissed me off. That whole situation. She shouldn't have died. Okay. That makes me so angry when officers get killed. Okay. And that should fire everyone up to understand that we have a huge problem here that stems beyond the police. It's it's a problem in our community. The fact that. We're everyone. We're killing each other. Let's talk yeah. about that. OK, yeah. because I'm sorry, but black people kill more black people civilian side oh. than what law oh, enforcement man, does. He's about to lose his car. OK, I'm sorry. I don't do it's not even a matter of that. It's a matter of just you know, at the end of the day, we're all the same just because I got more melanin than, you know, you ain't black. Yeah, I know, bro. I know, bro. And you're not even human anyways. <laughs> so let's get beyond that point, man. We're, we're literally in, the, in, the, in a mindset that. Oh, when a police officer shoots a guy, he's wrong. He's wrong. We need to have this compassion thing. When guess what? That guy probably did something to warrant getting shot. I agree. All right? I agree. Versus versus if I'm at my like I have, okay, so I have a property that I manage over on the west side. I think we just sold it actually, thank God. And I had a kid get shot right there in front of me. Well, I was behind the house. Get shot in front of me. I ran over after hearing ten rounds. And I'm run over. The cops are already there, and they're like, "I'm like, hey, listen, I'm a, you know, I told what I did. I'm like, I'm a medic. Let me go over here and administer it to this guy." I took my knife. I cut his clothes off. He had a nine millimeter gunshot wound, tension hemothorax going on, basically sucking chest wound. I stuck my finger inside of his chest, and I'm sitting here waiting for the medics to get there, trying to you know keep this guy alive. I don't have a blowout med kit with me. The med, the uh, sorry, any um, whatever. They get there and they're so just not even interested in what's going on. They're talking about a Sox game. Oh, yeah. And the EMTs are. And I'm like, hey, dude, he's got a nine millimeter gunshot wound, uh, you know, upper thorax, third intercostal space, tension with thorax. He needs a chest tube right now, a needle decompression. If you're in the medical field, you understand what that means. Yes. Of okay. Course. It means he has a collapsed lung. He's going to freaking die soon if you don't help him out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah bro, we got it. But I'm like, no, no, no. He's going to die. Don't reassess him. Yeah, yeah, bro, we got it. It's whatever. Did he die? Yeah, of course he died. And the kid was, check this out. The kid was 19 years old. And he was in a wheelchair. Oh. All right. And as I'm sitting here, now, mind you, I, I do this stuff for a living and I'm crying. Okay. Cause I consider America home and I'm talking to the cop and he's like, Hey, bro, I'm, I'm glad you helped out. You tried to, but this is just how things are here. And as he said that more shots rang out on the block over and he looked at me, he's like, Hey, I got to go. Wow. And it was like, Jesus, bro. What is this? Romadio six. But that's, that's Chicago. That's why I'm like, I'll never live in Chicago. I don't want to ever live in Illinois. Yeah. Be- yeah. You know, if you're not going to understand that, yeah, we can blame the police. But if the police are the ones that have to respond to this stuff, are you savage enough to respond yourself? So when we talk about defunding the police. Who's going to come and be our QRF? You? Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. that's a lot. And I cannot get to my next issue until after, after the, the break. break. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, that's wait. That's an ADHD rant going through. <laughs> hey, we, we, we got a fellow, go fellow police officer who oh. has an opinion on George Floyd. So okay, okay. We, I mean, I don't know what the, what that opinion is, but I'd love to, to hear what that opinion is. And I, I, I love it when cops listen to the show. Yes. You know, because, Amen. You know, even if we disagree, because not all police disagree that's right. about you know, how situations are handled. And we need the police, period. I'm going to yeah. say that. I don't care. We need the police. Yeah. Oh, without police, it'd be chaos. We need the police. Hey, we yeah. need you guys. Yeah. Bro, we need you guys. Yeah. Stay strong, okay? Stay five by five. We need you. Dion, I'll take you after the break. Um, dude, I'm, this is a good show today. Oh, man. I got to admit yeah. myself. I'm through it. 
Uh-oh. You, you got him sweating over here. I might get Airbnb up here in Illinois, man. Come back here oh, a few man. more times. Okay. You listening to Black and White Radio. We'll be right back. Now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your, switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. This that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Mr. Red Velvet himself, Verlon Galloway, and Mr. J.C. Lockwood. Uh, you guys have been fiery. You stop sweating, though, Verlon, see? I'm hoping that this fellow officer can give me a perfect segue into what I want to start talking about. All right, well, let's go straight to him. Uh, Dion from the South Side, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing, brother? You, and thank you for your Good. service, too. And, and thank you. So I did 17 years in, in Cook County, and I basically dealt with uh, predominantly the black community and the violence that goes on. What I wanted to say about George Floyd was this. All my years being a cop, one thing about police officers is none of us want to be videotaped for eight or nine minutes with somebody saying, I can't breathe, and people are recording on their phones. That's the only thing I don't get about Devin, about the Derek Chauvin incident. Right. Who wants to be on tape for eight minutes with someone doing that? For the most part, every cop I ran into, and I worked on FBI units, uh, task force with U.S. Marshals, none of us want to be recorded for eight minutes, even when we're in the right. That's true. Little long being mm-hmm. in the wrong. That's true. That's what's bad and why that guy should have been fired. The other three cops, it's unfortunate because... My 17 years, I would have been said, let's get this guy up and get him in the car. Why? I don't want to be recorded for eight minutes. Right. <laughs> now, he could have That's a different well angle, Dion. That, this is an angle I haven't thought about. That's, this, is, this is a very good angle. It, it, it's an angle that's been bothering me for a while. I've been sitting and looking at this like, who? The, the only thing when I saw the video, I said, who gets recorded for eight minutes and right. sits there and poses? I said, I don't know a cop who wants to be recorded for 30 seconds with someone saying, stop, stop, I can't breathe. You're going to move them. Yeah, you're breathe. right. You're going to move them because. You know, you you don't want the yeah, video to die out of there. Yeah, yeah. Now, for the most part, it's unfortunate those guys was rookies because I didn't have that type of experience. You know, I got baptized in Cook County, Chicago area, and then once you get baptized, <laughs> it's one of those things where like, let's get this guy up, get him in the car. You even if you got to push your buddy out the way because he's into it with the guy, you manhandle the guy, you get him in there. You worry about someone saying you use too much force later on, but I've seen people die from much less force from the police. Sometimes things are just freak accidents. A lot of times it has to do with when you got these drugs and stuff in your body, it's never a good mixture when right. your blood pressure gets up because you're excited. That's all I'll say about hey, that. Hey, DM, DM, um, have you heard about the Amir Locke case in Minnesota? The no-knock uh, warrant police? Uh, they used the key to get uh, in. They used the key to get in. Uh, as soon as they open the door, you hear them announce themselves saying, please search warrant, search warrant, please. So they, they, it takes him about 10 seconds, I think it was, to get to where he was. He comes from underneath the blanket with a weapon raised and raised it right at the police officers. What are your thoughts about it, the no-knock? Well, I've, had, I've, done search, I've done many of search warrants, including no-knocks, but I would do my no-knocks a little bit different. I always have the thought that 
what if the person doesn't know I'm the police and does something stupid and I got to shoot him? Yeah. I would sometimes just have a, a plane, uh, a patrol car, go to the house and go next door to the house, knocking on the doors with a fake photo like he's looking for somebody. And then once the person came to the door, I would just come from the side and just walk in and do my no-knock. Because the, the purpose of the no-knock is you don't want them to get rid of the evidence. Right. So we, we, So I get that. So I would try to catch them at the door and just catch them off surprise. I personally like barging in and then dealing with, with that type of, you know, incident where how it played out. But I, I haven't heard about that case. Yeah. or saw about that yet, you know, but uh, I feel bad for the police officers because it's hard to do your job at this point. Uh, Nobody even wants to do the job. Yeah. Hey, do you mind giving my number to the producer? Because I would love to keep in contact with you. Yes, I'll do that. Okay, please. Um, Dion, thanks so much for calling. And that was a very inter- interesting perspective and one that I hadn't even even thought about with the whole George Floyd incident. So uh, I appreciate your uh, your calling in and, and listening. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Thank you for your service. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that's a different perspective. Did he, did he segue? No, that was, that was real good. Did he segue into what you the point you wanted to make? Well, I could just use uh, one of Phil's uh, words. Uh-oh. Systems. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Systems. Okay, so since I'm going to use uh, our buddy Phil's word, it's going to fall right into this this mayor, this new mayor of New York, Eric Adams. I know everybody wants to give him a pass because he's the second black mayor, but I've been commenting on this man for the last past two months. Listen, first it was he uses the, the lingo of the left when it comes to masks and vaccines, mm-hmm. but, he, but he's always making a strong statement about policing. That's great. Then, now he's using this phrase of the left, gun violence and illegal guns. Like there's nobody behind the trigger pulling the trigger. You know, guns are, aren't illegal. It's the way you use the guns exactly. that make them illegal. It's the people that shouldn't have guns that's using these guns. And he keeps using this lingo of the left. And then um, John just played something for me about, well, it's not my job. You he want said, me to play it? Yeah, play it. It's not my job to tell the Americans president. Americans wanted to. With- oh, sorry. The Manhattan DA going too far. I believe he had- Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me provide some uh, context here. Okay. This is the governor, I mean, the mayor of, of New York City, Eric Adams. And he's talking about crime that's happening in, in the city. I mean, in, in the city of New York. And this is what he has to, make to the say. This is what he has to say about the new DA. The Manhattan DA going too far. I believe he has to make the determination. We are going to arrest those who break the law. And it's up to the DAs to do their part of this bargain to properly prosecute those who break the law. It sounds like to me that you think he's going too far. Incredible. No, that's not my opinion. Doesn't matter here. Uh, I'm going to use the, all the tools. I'm going to use all the tools that are available to me to keep the city safe. See, his opinion does matter. You're the mayor. The buck Which stops is what he with said. you. No, he said my opinion doesn't matter. The, the DA is going to do what he's going to do. I'm just going to use wow. my tools to lock these people up. But if you're locking them up and the DA doesn't prosecute, you're nothing. It doesn't matter. You're just a puppet. Yeah. So it does matter. And and this is what upsets me. This guy wants his cake and eats it too. Mm-hmm. But he's getting a pass from the media because now he's buddy buddy with Joe Biden. Joe Biden went to New York. Now he's going to give him three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. so he can keep on doing policing. But guess what? You can have all the bulletproof vests. You can do all the policing that you want to do. But if the DA is not going to lock the people up, yeah. it's a no go. It, it's pointless. It's literally it's pointless. pointless. Okay, it, okay. You know what? It's almost uh, it's like an, it's like operating where you're gonna. Literally go out, sacrifice life, operations, resources to bring terrorists, bring, I'm sorry, insurgents or whatever in. And then they just all get let go at the end. 
to go do what they oh. want to do, and now they're really mad. It's that kind of thing, right? Facebook just blocked mm. our Facebook live feed. It's because of me. For what? Um, I don't know. I'm finding out now. Oh, my God. It's because of me, it, man. It I'm telling you. just blocked our live feed. It literally just blocked our live feed. I guess someday. I got a call from Mark. Mark said, where's the Facebook feed? I'm like, ah, oh, know. my God. These and guys looking, are insane. Yeah. What's misinformation that we said this time? I, you know what? That's, I, I, that, I don't know. That's just, that's just it, though, is that when you're trying to um, control the flow of information and because you don't like a narrative, you need to block it on a huge, huge platform like that. Yeah, that's a problem. That's why I'm so glad. 560 has its own stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Podcast and on live mm-hmm. air and whatever else you yeah. Yeah. stream. Yeah. It's, so, it's not worth it. I've had, it I've had tons of, care. I've had tons of social media platforms, you know, for, for different things that I do. I do research and development for, uh, for anyways. So, yeah. Oh, so now, oh, they're saying that my music belongs to somebody else. Oh, oh are you serious? This is, wow. Dadgummit. Does anything, anything yeah. they can use as a tech. See, but it doesn't matter. Call one of the Backstreet Boys, get their permission. <laughs> it's a great opportunity right now, man. Is that what it is? Bro, my mom met a Backstreet Boy in Cali, and I was out in Cali for I don't know how long, and I never met one. He, it was Howie, and he told her she was beautiful, and she had the nerve to call me afterwards and tell me that. And I was Wait, like, she didn't take a picture with him? She, I'm like, you better hunt that man down right now, okay? Like, hey, th- oh, here, 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 here's, I want to get you guys' opinion. Shaq, oh, they, they brought it back, guys. Yay. Oh, okay. it's back. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Um, um, Zuckerberg, <laughs> I want you to guys hear what what Shaq had to say about what's happening with the you know it, and we go, I want to discuss this, okay? Because I, you know, we need people like Shaq, the Shacks of the world, to start talking about what's happening with these mandates. And here's Shaq. Look, I encourage everybody to to be safe and take care of your family. I do, but there's still some people that don't want to take it, and you shouldn't have to be forced to take something that you don't want. So I don't think people are being forced to take. Well, there are some there are. I mean, listen, we have a mandate at CBS. That's force. We have a mandate at CBS. But my but my point That's force. But where I wholeheartedly that's force. No, it's not force. It is for because if the man don't take it, a man will get fired. Bottom right? line. I heard this. I heard Bottom this line. That's, that's, that's common sense, though. Here's my thing is that we live in America. If you don't want to put something into your body. Now, again, I've had to take that vaccine. I don't want to get then into the, you it. Know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. We don't use that word. Sorry. What you get what I'm saying though is that like is literally that's it's your call. Okay, yeah. we live in America. If you don't want to put something in your body, you don't have to. Guess what? If we're you okay do, with that. Then you can. It's uh, you know. Hey, we're okay with that. And if guess what? If you want to wear a mask to protect yourself, you wear one. But it's we're okay with you. that. We're okay, okay with that. But my right not to do both. Exactly. Is, but guess is what? obsolete. But guess what? If I don't want to have to hey, wear it, I don't. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Velon Galloway, and newly found talent, J.C. Lockwood. Oh, thank you. Uh, YouTube crowd's like, yeah, who's this guy? Hey, check me out on the uh, Legend Express project. That's, uh, that's my YouTube I had going on for a little bit, and also uh, check out you know Colt Lockwood as well on YouTube. So I'll I'm have shocked that it's not some Backstreet song name, dude. Don't play with me, man. I will make a video today called "Black Man Loves Backstreet Boys Are In Sync," and I'll do the whole dance. Don't play with me. Oh, oh I okay. Get, I will watch that if I get enough subscribers. I would do that. I'll straight up make that video right there and do it in public too. I'm you sorry. guys, you guys heard him right. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let it pass. I'm going to use a word of the left. I feel like you guys diss me on the one issue that I put that I brought up. You're giving him a pass like the left and Ooh. like the media. 
the New York mayor. We're going to get trigger pullers off the streets and guns out of their hands. How you how you going to do that if you don't get your city under control, getting your D.A. under control and stop using lingo of the left, illegal guns and gun violence. Tell it like it is criminals killing people. Exactly. Because those words are sexy. Those are buzzwords. You know, those are buzzwords of the left, right? The illegal guns trigger gun activity. How about killers? How about instead when you lock people up for doing violent crimes, you keep them locked up, which is why we have the jail system in the first place. Right. But bad guys get back out. Guess what? They feel emboldened. Yeah. And, and they're being let out by the droves. Here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. County. Absolutely. How many murders have happened that could have been prevented if the person was locked up because they just committed an offense like I don't know, right before that and got let out with that dude who ran over people in Wisconsin? Right. Yeah. 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 Didn't he just get let out? After, just like, got yeah. let out. OK, exactly. See yeah. what I mean? Rogue D.A. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but, I like the movie The Purge, but I don't want to live that 24-7. No, did you see the new one, the latest one? No. which one? The last Purge, I took my daughter to see it. Why would you do that? Because no. she loves, her and I like those type of movies. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So the whole thing was, you know, America was dying and falling, and everybody was trying to get into Mexico. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah. I did see that one. That yeah. was epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought that was one of the better ones. Man, you know what? And it's funny because when people talk about defunding the police and, and all this other stuff. That's what you're going to get. It, it, yeah, and it's like, are you savage enough to to protect yourself and your family? You know, and and here's the thing is that I don't I don't talk that crap because a I don't even own a firearm, so I, I'm not going to defend myself with what a pair of nunchucks. There's police officers that are here right. that have sworn to protect us, and you're talking about getting rid of them. You know, do you even have any kind of skill sets to protect your family from hey, that guy who's kicking your door in? You know, Minnesota had to call him back. <laughs> right, man. I've no. been on the phone for 48 minutes. Can you please? No, no, don't worry about it. It will be a social worker there to talk the guy down. Really? Thank you. Oh, that's yeah. how you stop homicide now. Yeah. Don't you feel reassured? When I was in the military, we usually handle that with like five, five, six, you know, Mark 18. Yeah. But, you know, wow. But instead, I can talk the guy down and he'll stop trying to do this homicidal. Attack. Now, look, I'm, I, I was a hostage negotiator trained. Hostage crisis negotiator trained. You can't talk everybody. Down. No, I'm heck sorry. no. Not everybody. I mean, when they're high off that stuff or they're on some type of psychotropic medication. Beyond that. Yeah. When a guy has decided that he's going to die today and he's, he's going to inflict as many. Like, OK, so I worked. I, I won't say exactly where, but I worked at a place that an active shooting happened. Yeah. And uh, I'll just give you the hint that it was the same day as another active shooting in another state. It was like the same night. But anyways, this dude was able to, I believe, kill nine people and, t- and shoot like 23 hours and 41 seconds. Um, I don't give a crap. His name is Connor Betts. He was in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. Screw yeah. that guy. Okay, so literally, yeah. So, and here's the thing is that in that area there, okay, if the, the police walk around back and forth and we take care of them, we hook them up, but if they weren't there in that moment, do you know more people would have, have died? died? Yeah. And, he, and that dude killed nine people, okay, yeah. with like a, you know, PSA AR-15 10.5. And, and, I mean, people on our staff got shot too. Yeah. So... How dare you say that? What that we don't need these guys? What so that they, so that what attacks like this can actually be affected, right? And, and fully happen because they know no one's coming. What do you think stops bad guys? Good violence, guys. violence solves everything. And yeah. I didn't hear. Let me unpack that real quick. Violence solves everything. Here's why I say that: if you have someone who's trying to kill you, what is the best way to stop them? A good guy with a gun. Exactly. Yeah. Who you out of that? So therefore, when we sit here and talk about how. You know, we need to talk people down. We need to understand the issue. No, if that person has decided, I'm going to die today, and I'm going to affect as many casualties as I possibly can before I get dropped, there is no talking to that dude. He's decided his fate. I agree. He's Let's forfeited the right to live. You have liberals that are true pacifists. I used to have this uh, this debate 
with this guy, Alan Combs. He had a popular show. I, I know who he is. I know Hannity right. and Combs, yeah. Hannity and Combs, but he had his own show on Progressive Radio. Okay. And he, I loved him. Because he didn't care what you called in about, but he'll try to counterpunch with you. And I asked him one question. If somebody came into your house and was going to rape your wife and hold your kids hostage, you never know what they was going to do to the kids. Boy. What would you do? He said, there's nothing I can do. I'll try to get, hopefully the police come and save me. Mm, he wow. was a true pacifist. But wow. I had to respect his position. You're just weak. Guess what? I want to live more than that. Of, of him, RIP, rest in peace. He was a weak guy, yeah. but I told him to his face. Yeah, he, no, that is because here's why. Because God gave me a beautiful wife, God gave me children, and he made me a protector, and it's my sworn duty to protect them. And if that means I got to go and they live, then guess what, buddy? I'm going to take you with me, and this is the worst decision you ever made because I'm not going to lose. Well, you, you know, I got a buddy. I just told you all a little while ago what we was arguing about, mm-hmm. and we had this conversation about law and order. He doesn't care about law and order. Only thing, only thing he, he, he thinks... Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Phil? And it's up to God. Huh? No, 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 no. Wow. Not Phil. So he's just going to lay back. His name yeah. is Paul. All right. Um, guys, we're almost done with the third hour. No. This, 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 it moves so fast. A little too fast. Hey, Joe, hold the line. I'll take you when we come back from break. You listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. This show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got Welcome back to Black and Right Radio so maybe I'm on AM560, yes. Villan and I just had a very heated discussion about, you know, what it takes to win here in the state of Illinois as a Republican. I mean... There are 81,000 registered Republicans in the city of Chicago. 81,000. I didn't say 810,000. 81,000. Republicans don't have a chance in Chicago to win. Um, you know, again. You, you really don't have a chance if you lose your base, which is the conservatives. That's what happened as a Republican. Trump, as a Republican. Yeah. So you can't win by being Democrat like. I agree. You can't out Democrat a Democrat. No. The only thing you can do is try to bring in new voters. Because it's like you added up take four, your message to them. four million to maybe five that that you have to overtake first to become the governor that's registered hey. Democrats and independents, but you still have to appeal to the broad hey. public, and we still Barbara, have more people. I'm gonna tell twice you as many that's registered. Okay, I'm gonna tell you to this. appeal to. I'm gonna tell you this: the only conservative person that I know in the last couple of years of true conservatives, Jeannie Ice. That's right. She took that message and almost took out a sitting incumbent. Yeah. So w- what does that mean? When the conservative message, uh, Rush Limbaugh used to say it all the time, when it's tried, it prevails. When, when somebody actually takes the conservative message, I don't care where you, I don't care what community of color, what, what sexual, sexuality, people, when you take the message of what it means to be a conservative to the voting base and you, you're able to clearly articulate what that message is, what it means, free enterprise, what it means to live your life freely. People get that and understand that. The problem is no one's willing to take that message in the state of Illinois because they think, oh, we're going to lose a, we're going to lose the soccer moms around the, the DuPage and all that. Right. No, no. Take that message to them. Listen, they, they've, they've witnessed shootings at the Drake right. in Oakbrook. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. They're not used to this. Yeah. The crime, the criminality that's happening in Cook County is starting to spread out into the in their communities. They know that. They feel that. They've seen it. They felt 
that friends who've reached out to them say, hey, I got carjacked. Or this happened to me. I got robbed. I got this. Dude, take those kitchen table messages and and, and wrapped in conservatism. I'm telling you, I, I agree with Rush Limbaugh. Whenever conservatism is tried, it prevails. We have somebody, Darren Bailey and his uh, Lieutenant Governor Pick, Stephanie Trussell, true blue conservatives yeah. that will take those issues well, to, to the top. Well, I just, that's, let's, go to, I'm, let's go to Joe. I've had Joe holding too long. Joe, walk from Dundee. Welcome to Black and Right. Thanks so much yeah, for holding. Man. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I, I happen to work with uh, a city uh, Chicago uh, police officer who works with me part-time. I happen to work with... Uh, the president of the Postal Revolution. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he was so part time. Yeah, he's my friend. Yeah. Um, the, the Chicago cop is one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet in your life. And uh, I argued with, uh, you know, the, the Postal uh, Worker Union president uh, about, uh, you know, basically what's going on. Uh, you know, a little girl. Uh, getting shot, washing her dog on the parkway, this yeah. little kid, uh, you know, getting his hair cut and, and dining his own, uh, you know, yeah. at his own kitchen table. And basically what he told me is to mind my own business. Wow. <laughs> wow. So uh, my whole point is, is that uh, the mayor of Chicago basically picked a fight with, with the Chicago Police Department from the time she got in office. Yep. She did not run on Yep. She, you know? And she didn't I even want them protecting her. her. She didn't even want them protecting her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. She, she, uh, she, uh, she developed her own protection uh, or paid for her own protection because uh, normally you know, the CPD will be the driver mm-hmm, for yeah. it and all that. She didn't take them. Yeah, my stepdad unfortunately had to do that once he got in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Joe, Nasty. thanks so much for calling. And you're, you're right. Thank I mean, you. guess what? You know, I, I love it when people say "shut up." No, I'm gonna speak louder now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because because I'm I'm honing in somewhere. Exactly. You know, I'm finding that there's that weak spot. That you know, why why shut up now? I'm not. You know, I I had a I had a whole um, clips that I wanted to play audio clips that I wanted to play. Did you hear about that mother that went in? Who's I guess she was a registered nurse with uh, Senator Ron Johnson's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I got a whole lot of it. I don't I don't know. You wanted to hit it on hit it on something else, but that's yeah. too long. Maybe I'll save it for next week. Well, I got a lighter note that maybe black people want to talk about. Oh, why why just black people? Why, yeah, because why? It, you identitarian. Do I want to talk about it a little bit or all the way? You might want Cause, to because you already took my black card away. Hey, play that thing where Joe tells me I'm not black again. <laughs> well, listen, you ain't black. There you Thank go. Thank you, Joey. Oh, God. I love you, too, buddy. Black people, something they were depending on mm-hmm. in the next maybe three weeks. Negro, muchacho. Yeah. Refund checks. Uh-oh. You're not Money. getting them. What? What? All of you people out there that listen to Democrats like they back. were giving you free money, all those $300 payments per kid, guess what? They want it all back, baby. Uh-huh. No. 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 Are you serious? Oh, I'm, I'm very serious. The, the, the women at my job, they're running around with their hair on fire. They're coming back saying, girl, I'm only going to get $500. What you mean you uh, get $500? Uh, I got three kids and, uh, and, and yeah. I'm only getting $500 back. Some of them even. No, really? Oh, wait, 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 wait. But, but wasn't it President Trump who waived that? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, and this president who cares about poor people and black people, yeah. he's the one that 
Oh yeah. The bottom line is stop it. Stop the stop the bottom yeah. line is the government doesn't create wealth; it only redistributes it. They want it back. Economics 101. Yeah. There you <laughs> you listen to Black and Right Radio. I'm having fun today. Uh, On AM 560, fun. The Answer. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> I got that. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Black and Right continues. On AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony, having a great time with two, I don't know, you guys have been going at it, then you've agreed, and then you go back at it again, it's, it's just, I love it, good radio. That's that's <laughs> what people need to do. Just stop being offended by every, can I say damn, damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for sure. Uh, okay. you know, if you have a different opinion than me, help me understand why you do, don't argue emotion, Tell me why, and guess what? I'm open enough, and my ego's not that big to go, hey, dude, you're probably right. Let me change that. Hey, Steve has a great question, I think. Steve, welcome to Black and Right. Thank you. Hey, my question is this. In light of what a disaster Lori Lightfoot has turned out to be, do you think if there was a real Republican candidate that the black community would vote for that candidate? Not that. Not, not at this time. No, not now. No, no. No, Republicans have not done enough in the black community to even um, okay. warrant their vote yet. Even though the worst Republican candidate would probably would be 10 times better than Lori Lightfoot, yes. you still don't think they go no. for that guy? No, not right. with that no. R. No, not, not with that, that R. R. In front of that Maybe as an independent, but not with the R. Well, I, I, think, I, think, I think the Republican Party has a lot, lot more to do uh, when it comes to uh, the black community to even gain their trust. There's no trust there. You know, I mean, they yeah, I know. they believe I, I know. what I they know. believe about Republicans. But to go right. with you, but, but, I, but I know. But go ahead, go ahead, Steve. But, but Trump was right when he said the Democratic Party. I think he was right when he said the Democratic Party has not done anything for the black community. I mean, just tell me what have they done except make their make their lives worse? Right. And he also said, "What the what the hell do you have to lose?" That's right. Exactly. But, exactly. So I I. I, I why not take a chance? You can always go back Democratic in the next election if you need to. If you're not here, I think they're making. I think they're they're missing a boat here. I think they're making a huge mistake but, by but, not at least giving it a chance. But you at least. But but see, that means engagement. You know, I will say this: Darren Bailey has been engaging the black community on the South Side, the West Side. He's been he's been all over engaging the community. Gary Ray Biden has as well. Um, but people are going to have to start engaging because guess what? That's a vote you need. You 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 take 20 percent of that vote, it's over. Yeah. This state changes. That's what I got hope in, Valon. Well, uh, what Steve, he thanks saying, so much for calling. What he was saying is winning as mayor of Chicago. Now, like you said, there's a two million independents, two million uh, Democrats. If you had a real independent, black people accept independent because most black people I debate they call themselves independents. Mm-hmm. They say they're not part of. Either party, which is which, which is, is a lie. lie. They they they're defeating themselves in their head. You're de- deceiving themselves is the better word. If, if it's a true independent that can appeal to like any any independence, that's what they try to do. Appeal to all the issues. They could win, but you have to find the right person with a clean slate. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Final thoughts. You got thirty seconds. I got thirty seconds, uh, guys. You know what? Thanks for having me on here. Uh, check me out, Legend Express Project. 
also, uh, you know, Colt uh, over here on YouTube as well. So check me out, uh, Colt Lockwood. But, man, it's been a good show. I feel like we've really dove into a lot of things that people just stop at the, uh, at the buck with and just don't think through because it's common sense. Everything we're saying here, it doesn't matter left or right, it's common sense. Yeah. You Which don't want to be controlled. Have a supply in. No, you don't want to be controlled. Live your life. Don't be forced to put things in your body you don't want to. And, you know, let's go, Brandon. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to Mark Man on the Street. Guess what? I'm off next Saturday, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm buying my ticket today. Expect expect to see me at Freedom Initiative Saturday because I do want to see the you. debate. I'll be there with. And you. guess what? I get to drink a few martinis with you, and I don't have to go to work. <laughs> oh. I want to thank everybody. Guys, thank, I want to thank my YouTube crowd, Facebook, Grumble crowd, who's tuned into the show. DJ Pete, thank you. Um, we had a lot of calls today, DJ Pete, and we had a lot of stuff, other stuff going on. You did a great job. Uh, thank you so much, JC. Oh, thank you. Troublemaker. I just want to leave it on this. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.